Hello, it's now. Welcome back to the Fast Travel Lounge. You're listening to episode 36. My name is Patrick. I'm joined by Seth, Steve, and Josh. What are you laughing about? I, I'm a little disappointed you didn't start with good evening. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to do that thing for Shout out to thing. episode 35, am I right, fellas? Anyway, I'm joined by Seth, Steve, and Josh this evening. So, hi, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> Hello. Wow, I feel like that was almost practice. That was disgusting. Uh, <laughs> That's cool. Uh, right, yeah. Episode 36. I really should have done prep and looked up any sweet number for 36. Uh, I didn't. That's unfortunate. Don't worry. Uh, I've got your number right here. I got Wordle on the fifth guest today. Man. I, I'm i failing to see the relevance, but I it's appreciate the effort. It's a I number. Uh, okay. You know what? You, the numbers you should be giving me are on the front of your mum's credit card and the three on the back. <laughs> we ran that joke around in episode 34. <laughs> we, we, we actually are just rehashing everything here, aren't we? Wow. Originality you know dies after 36 episodes. We did it. We figured it out. We solved the mystery. Uh, first up, Krispy Kreme. Did, did anyone get any? Speaking of killing originality. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. Hey, man. I thought about I'm just it doing today. the sponsor bidding. I'll be honest, I thought about getting it today, but I didn't follow through. Yeah, honestly, same. Same. I didn't. Uh, I've been busy with moving houses. And what's, yeah, well, what Krispy Kreme did I celebrate with? None. Well, hardly hardly relevant, Steve, but thanks, I, I guess. You're welcome. <sighs> right, well, as we wait, say- Wait a second, wait a second. Josh is- didn't answer about Krispy Kreme. I was too busy thinking about the fact that I only just realized that the name Krispy Kreme comes from the solid glaze. I'll give you a solid glaze. Uh, anyway, okay. fellas. Um, okay. Uh, I've got to put on the footy. Uh, it's Panthers versus the Storm tonight. Oh, I can't uh, wait for Panthers to lose. Yeah, didn't Panthers um, choke really badly last time they played? No, that was against... Para. <laughs> mm, yes, yeah. I love the overlap between people that listen predominantly overseas and people that watch the Panthers. Up the pen <laughs> Not even everyone in Australia, which is NRL. Finally, <laughs> rel- relevant content for the people that listen to this podcast. Fuck me. Oh, it's the greatest sport oh, in the world. Sport right. of kings, some might say. Well, some some might say that. A, a lot of other... I, I'd actually say the majority of, of people wouldn't say that, actually. Sports so, aren't for right. kings. How'd, how'd the, yeah, it's for kings to watch. Um, how'd the All Blacks go on the weekend, big fella? So we're going to go straight into Brown the Lounge. Uh, <laughs> Brown the Lounge for this week. Uh, Josh, what have you been up to this week? Uh, what have I been up to this week? Nothing I'm going to talk about. What am I going to talk about? Stray. Finally. You've only been uh, okay. uh, you've only been talking about that for the past three weeks, teasing it. Yep. Yeah, true, true. Can't wait to drop uh, these spoilers. As well as uh, Josh's uh, album of the week presented by Ford Truck Month. Uh, that'll be fun. Uh, Seth, what about you? What, uh, what about you? What, what, what you? Sorry? <laughs> Ford Truck Month? Ford, yeah, what the Ford hell is that? Bro, did you not get the email about the sponsorship deal? It's it's all a thing. You probably had to be there. Anyway, Seth, what have you been up to this week? Uh, I played uh, Saints Row Get Out of Hell, which uh, brought an end to the Saints Row journey until the reboot comes out in two weeks. Anything better? Or is that... You want to stick with that? I I will stick to my guns on this one. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Steve, what about you? I have been playing Two Point Campus that came out yesterday. Uh, but I gotta tell you first, fellas, it's uh, it's not looking good. It's sixteen nil. Uh, Panthers are losing, but <laughs> it's not looking good, fellas. Wow. Here I was wow. thinking I was the Segway King, and Steve's coming for the crown. Uh, that might just be the fastest round of life we ever had until Steve. Panthers like, aren't coming for the crown. I'll tell you that much. 
Uh, what have you been up to, Patrick? Uh, just trying to survive, honestly. No, um, <laughs> I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing. Oh no, they're gonna get another one. Oh, as... fuck. Oh, God damn it. God, I hate footy so much. Sorry, I'll stop. <laughs> yeah, what? so my pretty great. We're will, losing. Will you though? It. Because I, I feel like we've had the same therapy session a few episodes ago. Anyway, I've been playing Wasteland <laughs> Monster Hunter Sunbreak. Uh, uh, the first Huddle update came out. That was fun. Uh, may or may not discuss that. Uh, I'm not sure. It depends on how we go. I did uh, one hunt and then Josh ditched me. I went to bed at like 7.30. <laughs> like a true friend. Getting a good night's sleep. Right. Well, I mean, you know, on, on the back of that, why don't we just, why don't we just talk about Monster Hunter Sunbreak uh, first August title update version one something something uh, now uh, something I've, something dark side yeah that's that's the one uh, the magic is the way uh, right so uh, Monster Hunter Sunbreak obviously very popular add on to Monster Hunter Rise uh, the, they as part of the DLC package decided that they wanted to do the uh, I'm going to call it the Monster Hunter Worlds approach of doing a uh, semi regular update uh, for the next couple months, and the first of those updates came out two two days ago, two uh, yesterday, yesterday, the tenth, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, wow, today has been a long week, and I know that I said today and week, but here we are. We'll just move on. Um, right, and so that yeah, that came out yesterday, and that introduced uh, Seething Beersel Geese, Gold Rathian, Silver Rathalos, and uh, Lucent Nagakuga. I have only fought the Seething Beersel Geese. Uh, Me too, but. I thought okay. Four. Didn't ask, but that's fine. I was gonna just gonna do an ask the audience later on, Seth. But that's fine. Just jump the gun. That's fine. Why don't you just fucking? Why don't you just take over hosting? Um, no, I, I'm pretty comfortable with my uh, with my role as editor. I don't I don't make enough money to take up two jobs on this uh, institution. Yet here you are straying into my lane anyway. Oh well. Someone uh, had to do right. it for Josh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, yeah, I think I think a few of us have uh, at least four ceiling bezogies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, my, experience with, my experience with seeping basil geese was making everyone else seep about my hunt rewards because literally the first drop I got from it was a mantle and then I proceeded literally to get, from a shiny on the ground <laughs> literally from the first shiny on the ground I picked up and I proceeded Isn't to get another mantle during the hunt and two gems I also that- got two mantles from the first hunt <laughs> yeah I was gonna say isn't that what happened to you Josh I didn't get. I got a car from the tail, which was a mantle, and then I got a car ah, from the monster, okay. which was a tail. Oh no, quest reward was a, Re- a respectable, mantle. honestly. <laughs> so so much more honor carving it out of a tail instead of finding it on the ground. It I, is. Yes. I got one off the ground and carved the other one. It's also yeah, like disgusting. a one percent chance to find one on the ground. It's like a three percent chance to carve one from a tail. So I'm not quite true. as lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very true. Uh. Right. Overall, uh, as I say, I've only fought one out of the four new monsters introduced. Uh, I also, actually, I haven't, uh, so they introduced a bunch of other stuff. Uh, a bunch more afflicted monsters, can't wait for that. Had so much fun with the A4s. Uh, <laughs> but they've also introduced uh, Curios Crafting. Has anyone actually seen that yet? I haven't actually no, done it yet. Not. I fought all four of the monsters, but I haven't done that, and I haven't done the anomaly research that they've put in place. I like how mm. Steven quietly answered in the background. <laughs> I'm right though I haven't done it but I just true. figured he was too busy watching football uh, the game of kings as he said not uh, watching it we're losing <laughs> my team's not <laughs> winning no shit game oh good shit well, game. welcome back to the uh, welcome back to the podcast then ref's uh, eyes are painted on etc etc <laughs> uh, so <laughs> see the <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's always so fun. Seeing the was interesting. I uh, only vaguely remember fighting him in World, but it seems like he is just as much of a pain in the ass in this game as in the previous game. Uh, I, which honestly makes me kind of worried because regular Raytheon at master at master rank backflips like nobody's business. So Gold Raytheon is probably an absolute Gold Raytheon menace. does not. Really? It, it, it backflips less. It just has its uh, nuky blue flame ability thing, and it has a new spin, which catches me every fucking time. What is it, a Beyblade? Yes. Um, basically, it does like a, <laughs> one of the backwards flips, and then it, it does like a full 360s like tail slide around it. Oh, <laughs> so, oh yeah, shit! That's, that's yeah. almost like the um, that's that's almost like the young Garuga move. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and it's fucking it catches me every time because I'm not uh, familiar with it yet. Hmm. Yeah. No. I. Oh. I, I, uh, I Get familiar. Head back in and. But ironically, easier than easier than uh, than regular Rathian just takes longer to kill. Same as Rathalos. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, and Lucent Nagakuga? Lucent Nagakuga's a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, uh, I forgot it was the one that went invisible, so one of my friends was asking, like, asking me, because I hunted it with a mutual friend of ours, Craig, and he was like, Isn't that okay, the guy so this Halo? is the one that goes invis, right? And I was like, oh, invis? Um, <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think that was a different one. I think that was like, like a cloudy one or something. And he was like, oh, okay. And then we get in there, and the first thing it does is go invisible, and I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he proceeded raggy? to absolutely body me. <laughs> yeah. Um so I mean I, I still got the hunt, but like he killed me in like the first like five minutes because I wasn't aware that he also flicks uh poison darts and makes it rain poison darts as well. So that's fun. Interesting that you weren't aware of that, given that they made a very, very big point about that in the trailer that you and I both watched before. I wasn't aware of how it did so... it. So basically it drops like a ring around itself with like the poison darts, and then it drops a second ring around it. So I rolled backwards out of the one ring, hit a second ring, hit a wall, and then got hit by the tail and died. <laughs> and Definitely I was like, sounds cool. sounds like someone didn't do the required reading, because that was also in the Sounds trailer. like someone hasn't done the required hunt. <laughs> oh... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Patrick, I am voting that Josh doesn't join us on our next, next Monster Hunter session. Be careful, Josh. Words <laughs> like that, we might, we, we, we might have to pull a, pull a bit of an Operation Ceph on your next hunt. <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. And every hunt after. <laughs> I'm playing offline for forever. Which, uh, for, the, for those wondering, uh, but Patrick, what is an Operation Ceph? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, so, uh, think of- I think we talked about this before, actually. Did we? we? Did, well, on the, we off chance that, on the off chance that this is the first episode someone listens to. Uh, so, do you guys remember the film Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? <laughs> yes, great movie. <laughs> yes, I haven't seen don't see how this is relevant. <laughs> so, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is a great kids film, animated kids film, done by uh, Sony Pictures Animation, where uh, Flint Lockwood, the main character, uh, builds a machine to uh, basically create food out of, out of vapor in the air. So... Uh, in a way, Operation Seth is. Is kind of like that because they both involve feeding. <laughs> okay, see, I thought you were going to say it's, it still didn't feed as much as I did. <laughs> Honestly, I thought you were going to go somewhere along the line of Seth not eating before the hunt and then actually proceeding to feed the monster himself. So she's like, like halfway there. <laughs> See, it's actually a shame because I think my interpretation of that was so much worse than either of those. 
So anyway, so it's basically like if you were to watch Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, except Seth randomly joins the film and then dies. <laughs> and then makes us fail the hunts, preceding me to not get my rank up and yeah, yeah, still so, be capped. <laughs> so, so not only does he die, he dies and takes out the film projector with him. <laughs> so no one, no one sees how the end of the film ends. And the film, and the film ending is great. <laughs> um, oh uh, no, it, it, it ended with Joshua winning. <laughs> Yeah, eventually, when I went and did the hunt again. Um, uh, speaking of the other monsters, though, one thing I will say very quickly, which makes the monsters much more forgivable, is that they're all in the new arena, which is pretty cool. The forlorn so, arena. Uh, the forlorn arena, yep. So your, your first hunt that you do the Beazle Geese, because he likes to just fly around everywhere and proceed to just never be in one spot for more than four seconds. Uh, I'm guessing that's why they put him in the main wild area, but the um, Golden Raytheon, Silver Rathalos, and Lucent Nagakuga are all in the new arena. Yeah, Lucent Nagakuga in the arena is interesting, but uh, Silver and Gold's Wrath were, as far as I remember at least, always in the Forlorn Arena slash the tower. It was always like a, a special uh, a special fight, an arena fight, because they were the in kind of apex In world they predator. were available uh, in the... Um, the wild area thing. I don't remember what it's called. Guiding lands. Uh, guiding lands. Yeah. So I, I'm. I, that's the first time I'd ever fought them. So that's what I was familiar with. Interesting. Anyway. Yep. Yeah, uh. So that is Monster Hunter Sunbreak in a bit of a nutshell. Uh. Yeah. There will be more to do. Uh. The crafting system. I'm very interested in. Hopefully, we get to that sooner rather than later. And of course, once we get through all of this, we have another title title update in September, and then another one in October, and then I think they start. Uh, making them more sparse after October. Could be wrong on that. They start making World 2. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. A man a galaxy. dream. Monster Hunter Galaxy. Really? That'd be sick. <laughs> Fighting monsters in space. There you are. That might get me to pick it up 50%. So it's definitely better. It'll work so well for Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> mm. True. But they anyway. brought monsters into Call of Duty. Like the Godzilla and stuff. No, that was Battlefield. Never mind. The monsters Please. inside us all the time from the, the Nazis. Yeah. Oh no, we're back onto the Nazi chat, mad. Oh wait, Steph, uh, turn your is, hair is, down. is it time for me to get back onto Dragon's Dogma? Uh, Did you actually... How can you like pick up a game and then like stop playing it? Don't you get because Sunbreak dirt? came out and uh, I started playing that, and now I'm like fiending to get back to Dragon's Dogma. But then, as soon as I said I'm gonna go back to that, another Sunbreak Bro, update happened. Your harem is gonna be fine. All right. Uh, My harem's I, gonna have a Rathian in I, it. I, Oh, I can talk now. Okay, cool. So <laughs> I, I, um, I completely intentionally, uh, definitely didn't forget to, uh, uh, randomly segue it into Josh's album of the week, sponsored by Ford's Truck Month. Please stop. <laughs> this started and ended with something that I no longer approve. <laughs> um, I like how okay. album of the week has just become a weekly, uh, punching bag. But I thought you were going to say it's become a weekly thing, and I was going to be like, yes, Seth. <laughs> That's in the title. <laughs> that does what it says on the tin, yes. Um, oh, no, I got worried okay. a handful of times Josh wasn't here to cover for a week. Luckily, we had backups. What was the backup? What's it was Kids Pop. I See, I'm not even convinced that Josh knew that. I think it's only because we told him. Oh, yeah, 100%. Him. Seth told me what it was, and I'm like, what the heck is that? And then he told me the track list, I'm like, all right, they all kind of slap, though. <laughs> <laughs> they all do be bopping. Um, all right, so the album I chose this week was American Idiot by Green Day. So Excellent I'm assuming album. we've all heard that, yes? Yes. I've heard the Don't song American, American Idiot. American Idiot. Wait, you, I'm sorry, you've only heard the song American Idiot of this album? 
Yep, I looked at the track list and I did not recognize any other song. Really? Uh, How? I don't know. Maybe I've heard them and I just don't know the names. How do you oh, not wait, no, know Wake Me Up When September Ends? Okay, <laughs> that's that's the one that really broke me. I was like, what the hell? Bro, Wake Me Up When I didn't read the track list ends, good honestly. enough because I, I skipped over Wake Me Up When September Ends the first time I read this. Holiday is also very, very popular. We are on holiday. Okay, I've heard holiday. Wow. Holy cow, oh, okay. was, that, was, that, was, was that Green Day just in... Oh, hey, Billy Joel Armstrong himself. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah I've, heard a good, I've heard a good chunk of this album. Never mind. You've, you've honestly probably heard every single song on this album and not realised. <laughs> so, American Idiot was the, uh, was the second... Equal, well, I, I bought two albums. The first time that I bought an album, I bought two albums, and this is one of them. What's the other one, Lincoln Park? Special place in my heart. Uh, no, it, it wasn't. It was, it was so much worse. Uh, it was uh, LMFAO Party Rockin'. Oh, tune. That's not a bad album. Uh, I honestly, worse. <laughs> worse? What was it? Just Axel Frog? <laughs> the Axel F Frog thing? The Crazy Frog. Crazy Frog slander on this podcast. I will. This is now a Crazy Frog slander podcast. I'm so invested I, in this. What was it, Patrick? It, it was, in fact, the Crazy Frog album. I, I walked no, it wasn't. into... <laughs> no, I don't believe you. You're talking shit. I don't shit. believe you. You're talking shit. Get me out of here. He's uh, the host. He needs to stay the most out of any one of us. I don't even think it has an album. Uh, it does. It does. Uh, Pump Up the Jam, Axel F. Uh, there, there are a few. It's, it's an Pump, orange Pump album. Pump Up the Jam kind of goes pretty good. Uh, well, see, that was my argument. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I walked into probably one of the last like CD only stores that I'd ever been into and I walked out with <laughs> American to buy Idiot. that album yeah exactly and I walked out with American <laughs> Idiot and Crazy Frog <laughs> <laughs> but anyway going back going back on topic for a sec um, the Crazy, crazy Frog album eh true true honestly um, next yeah. album of the week coming from Patrick <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I haven't touched that album in, in so many years. I I do I not know how old I do not know how old I was when I bought this. I'm ballparking it at about ten years old, ten or eleven. The years Crazy old. Frog album hit number one on the fucking Aria dance charts. What the fuck and, was Australia doing and, in two thousand five? I'm, I'm happy to be part of that. All right, I I I was one of the OGs. <laughs> I can't believe I guessed it. That's the weirdest thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was, that, that, actually, it that actually kind of freaks me out. <laughs> it was number one in I, the New you, Zealand you've album You've got to have told me before, well. to be honest. I, there's yeah, no way I pulled that yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, he has brought it up before. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess some, um, some facts about American Idiot, because it's a great album. Um, one, it it's based these... on Americans. <laughs> Don't say that, you'll get us cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they found our old tweets. Um, so it is Jackson, the seventh studio album. Tweets. You're a fool. I feel it's, like it's, 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 Yeah, I know. It's not fun, right? Um, it's the what studio album? It's the seventh studio album, um, which it was released on the 21st of September in 2004. Um, and oh so some God. of the actual yeah, facts about I was, it. I was 10. Jesus you, Christ. You were 10? Well, there you go. Um, if you bought it on release, you might have bought it like a year after or something. Um. Cool. So, <laughs> so this album almost didn't exist. Uh, in the early 2000s, they were working on recording an album or release a record uh, called Cigarettes and Valentines. But then when it was ready or almost ready, they, the master tapes were stolen from the studio and they were like, 
uh, it's not really our best stuff anyway. And oh, the Thief never released the songs, so they uh, they they made a whole new album and it became American Idiot. Wow, which oh, is kind of wild. I like that they were just like, ah, oh, we're not that committed. <laughs> just, some, just do some, another one. Somewhere in the world, there's an illegal mixtape from Green Day. I'm not sure if it ever got released at some point, if they released like draft copies or something. But mm. yeah, the actual like polished copies never never saw the light of day, to my knowledge. So, um, which is kind of cool. Um, the album was really heavily criticized for being overly political and people were calling them sellouts. Um, for what is basically- that? How can you be a sellout and be political? I don't, God. Oh, it was selling out to the left wing kind of stuff. Um, and the, specifically because they were like, oh, we shouldn't be in Iraq and Bush is an idiot. Um, and <laughs> the, the lead singer of the Killers actually came out in the middle of uh, some, I think it was like an interview. And he basically went, oh, they're anti-American. They, they're like, they, they look at this album. They clearly hate America. They recorded like the studio session, like the recording, the live DVD thing that they did. Uh, they did the album in the UK. They didn't do it here. So they, they clearly hate America. <laughs> Which is wild. <laughs> hmm. um, it also became a Broadway musical after starting in Berkeley in the UK. Um, and yeah, it was the, the musical was titled American Idiot and it used songs from American Idiot and then songs also from their next coming album, 21st Century Breakdown, which is pretty cool. I've heard that musical is very good. I've heard it's pretty good too. Um, yeah. I haven't actually listened to it though. Flash watched it. Well, um, I, I had no idea there was a musical. This is news because... to me. Yeah, I mean, like, if the they say time. that the songs are based on American Idiot and 21st Century Breakdown, I don't think it's that hard to find the music it's based on. The music it's based on, no, but because they're, I'm assuming there's other stuff in here as well as these songs. I know it featured every song from American Idiot, some from 21st Century Breakdown, but I assume there's probably some, some other stuff in there. Uh, there might not you be, reckon? but I would assume so. Fair enough. So, favorite track or highlights of the album, Josh? So, I had one more fact first. Other than oh. my bonus fact. So, okay. despite popular opinion, uh, Wake Me Up When September Ends wasn't actually about 9-11, despite it being released very shortly after 9-11. It was about how when Billy Joe was 10, the lead singer, and the guy that wrote most of the, most of the lyrics, his dad died, and he basically like ran in and, and uh, locked himself in a room for ages and said, you know, I'm just going to stay here and stayed there for, for ages, and was like, Wake Me Up When September Ends became the, the thing. So, yeah. Um, my favorite song and a bonus fact is Holiday, which was inspired by Bob Dylan and basically just rips on conservative politics and being in Iraq, which is funny to me because that's what everyone hated the album for, apparently. You guys? Uh, I don't know. They are all... Re- She's a Rebel is probably my favorite. It's the first They're one all I very good. American Idiot and Boulevard of Broken Dreams are up there for me. She's a Rebel was the first song I learned on guitar. Fun fact with Steven. Oh, oh really? Boulevard, yeah. guitar? Boulevard of Broken no. Dreams was one of the first songs I learnt on guitar. Oh, far out. Imagine not learning Smoke on the Water like a chat. I, just <laughs> I did learn that at some point. So I, I, know how to play, I know how to play She's a Rebel, and I know how to play all the small things, and that's it. Nice. I used to know how to play Master Exploder. Josh, when are we getting Tenacious D on Album of the Week? Oh, God. Not soon I don't enough. even know any of Tenacious D's albums. Oh, fuck off. Uh, oh, man. Wow. I, I know their music, but I've never like outright listened to an album. So, I'd have to go through one. Well, well, next time Josh is uh, here, which is Josh's album of the week have an album for you, Josh. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> I've been recommended one. You've been recommended um, multiple at this point. Well, you, you, choose me, you choose me an album and I'll listen to it. 
and then you tell us about it. <laughs> and then I'll tell you about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the major thing. Got Jack Black uh, in it. <laughs> whoa, really? Oh my god. Uh, Wait, in the song Monster Exploder, Jack Black actually did to blow that guy's mind. <laughs> I thought that was I an allegory the, for a penis. They, they did the, the greatest, greatest song, song of all world. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they can't remember it, so this is just a tribute. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> There's a car called a tribute, and I keep seeing like this photo repost, like a meme of uh, someone, the, the car tribute, but then they put the thing like, this is not the greatest car in the world, it's just that, and then it's got tribute badge. 10 yeah, out of 10, honestly. Uh, that's a good movie. Uh, my favorite song, probably Jesus of Suburbia. Ah. That's I'm, honestly I'm, probably I'm, one of my favorites too. I'm 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 counting that as all kind of five parts of it. Yeah, because that well I mean, the was, nine minute was, song. Yeah, well so. I mean, it was as I said it was the first album that I bought, but it was kind of one of the first songs that did a single. It was one of the first songs that I listened to that had a single song that kind of did that of going through the different parts. And so what's what's been really interesting. Um, I don't know. Random random adding to the random tangents of my ramblings already this evening. But uh, as a kid, I really liked part four of uh, Jesus Suburbia, and I don't remember what the name of it is. But... Part four is um, Dearly Beloved. Yeah, Dearly Beloved. It's Jesus uh, of Suburbia, City of the Damned, I Don't Care, Dearly Beloved, and Tales of a Broken Home. Yes, yeah. And so uh, back when I was a kid, I really loved part four. Just like I, I really vibed with the, the music of it, but... Just for whatever reason, as I got older, I started I started to actually connect with the lyrics that I was listening to, <laughs> rather than just the, the based. I mean, well, I mean, so weirdly, maybe maybe it's just how it was marketed. But I I bought the album entirely off of how good the music sounded, and didn't really understand or care about the lyrics because, as I said, I was like ten ish, like plus or minus a year. Um, and so as I got older, I started connecting with the lyrics more. It was like. Okay, so like four's a banger for the music, but the whole song is a banger for the lyrics. Yeah, I, uh, this is one of the City first of the albums because if you actually listen to the album in order and pay attention to the lyrics, it's like it's a full story. Um, yeah. It's a story about like a punk guy that basically has all these problems with the government and everything, and then he meets some girl, and it, it, it goes on. But um, like that, that as a whole, as a as a thing, had never made sense to me until this album. Like having a story in an album was like wine blowing to me so mm. i listened to this album a lot <laughs> um and yeah that was like that that song in particular i these days if it comes on i'm like like i'm in like a half half like am i really gonna listen to this for nine minutes but if i'm gonna listen to it i'm like actively listening to it kind of thing because yeah. it's just very good yeah true true homecoming also had five parts for the record i know i know good. but G jesus of suburbia is probably my like I, I like a lot of songs on that too. but yeah but i i think i think of of the album, I think of Jesus of Suburbia as the encapsulation of American Idiot for me. So, what are you giving? How many Josh's out of ten? I I could not give this less than a ten, to mm. be honest. I could. I I I, I definitely <laughs> could not. Okay. God, am I gonna have to edit in Josh's head for this scale now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's it's gonna be Josh's head on the front of um of uh Ford F one fifty Raptors brought to you by Ford. <laughs> God. Not even a Miata. <laughs> Don't get a car I hate instead. Make it a 450, sure. Anyway, thank you for that, Josh. Uh, do we have a taste of what next week has in store for us? Um, I mean, it might be, uh, it might be a Tenacious D album. Kids Bop 2? That's what Kids I Bob heard. Holy oh my shit. God. 
So Fresh 2003. <laughs> Let's go to Knack. Knack <laughs> OST. Pop Goes Punk 4. Pop you know what? I could. I could. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> see, now we'll it see. sounds like a threat. <laughs> uh, um, no, do we good. have other ratings out of 10 since you've asked me? Oh, it's an easy 10 in my book. First album that I ever bought. Seth? Actually, uh, that's oh. that's probably not a good that's probably not a good requirement because I definitely <laughs> wouldn't give Crazy Frog. Yet. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> wouldn't give Crazy Frog a ten out of ten. Uh it's a ten out of ten. Partially because it was the first time I bought. <laughs> um, I will remain undecided on my score, mostly because I only from seeing the names, I only remember three of these songs. So I I'll from, have to from listen a ballpark to from the songs you know. Uh like an eight. Nice. Steven? I'd say it's probably a nine. Nine Joshes nice. out of ten. Nine Joshes out of ten. Nine Joshes sounds like a has like a negative scale though. It sounds like one Josh is a good thing. <laughs> one bad um, take. I mean, depending on who you ask, one Josh is already too many. Really, <laughs> it is. Yeah, can't agree. Yeah, I don't think a perfect ten exists. Just said it before. I'll say it again. I don't know. Did we listen? No, to the first perfect ten very a perfect ten rare. needs to exist in your heart somewhere. Yeah, it's every time I look in the mirror. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> But my favorite Book part of that knowing Stephen for 15 years is him not getting a tattoo because, quote, why would he ruin a perfect canvas? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Honestly, imagine, I can respect it. Imagine, <laughs> imagine looking at yourself in the mirror and going, I am an American idiot. I am a 10 out of 10. When you say it like that, you make me sound like a weirdo, but... <laughs> anyway. All right. Time to move on. And move on, we shall. Thank you for that album of the week, Josh. Uh, why don't we talk about something that Steve wants to talk about? Two Point Campus. What is uh, so Two Point Campus? So Two Point itself is like a series, right? Because I see Two Point Hospital. Yeah, so Two Point Hospital is the first game, um, which I haven't played. I always sort <laughs> okay, of wanted nice to delight. play, but I never did. Um, Two Point Campus is the sequel. Well, hospitals. Um, sure. For the hospital one, yeah. Two Just Point 2019, Campus. yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so Two Point Campus came out on Wednesday, um, even though I thought it was coming out on Tuesday because it was like the Any 9th times. of August, but it's like America time, so we get it on the 10th. Um, the more, most important news- Does that make you an American idiot? Sorry. Cool. Yeah, it's good recycling. Save the planet. <laughs> Don't quit your day job. <laughs> Save the planet. <laughs> um, so it's out on the magic of Game Pass so it's brand new plus I didn't have to pay for it plus I've always been sort of interested in the two point uh, well, two point hospital and it would always go on sale and I'm like oh maybe next time I'll pick it up um, but I realised I hadn't played one of these type of games in a while and the type of game it is it's more of a isn't it like SimCity style? sort of like that it's more of like a a business simulator type of thing and it's sort um, of you uh, I've only really played the first level and I got three stars in that. So I'm probably not going to talk about would it for you, that long. Would you compare it to like Rollercoaster Tycoon? Took the words out of my mouth, you piece of shit. You do the oh, nice. Um, it's very much in that vein. Like you, you've got... Um, this, this man not only correctly guesses uh, Crazy Frog, <laughs> the album, but also guesses the Rollercoaster Tycoon reference. He's about I'm to scared. get... Somebody yeah. needs to stop him. Get out <laughs> of my too powerful. People are going to think this was written down somewhere. This is wild. I didn't write the roller coaster. Anyway, it doesn't I know. That's the worst <laughs> Patrick didn't write the Axel left thing either. <laughs> it's written down in my head. Um, it's pretty good. It's pretty fun. 
the radio is like really good. Like it plays like uh, like generic background music, but it's got like radio hosts that sound like kids, and they're always um, they're not kids. <laughs> Steve Steve's glowing endorsement for Two Point Campus. <laughs> I really like it. The radio plays generic background music that soothes me. <laughs> yes, it just plays elevator music. <laughs> Well, you want you don't want something that's like too like intense for this type of game, but you don't want something that's like, oh, that's right. I just want the music. Jaws soundtrack getting ever and ever more tense. <laughs> well, I play these type of games. I just, I just I just want Hans Zimmer's collection of greatest hits from movie soundtracks. <laughs> well, I, I play these type of games to sort of uh, essentially chill out and watch the numbers go up and sort of have a bit of a relax. So it's sort of like, I don't really want that type of thing. But that's anyway, crazy. I've heard that's what people do with real hospitals in the states. Hey people, what's what they do with footy? Ah, uh, this is Two Point Campus, big fella. Hospital was the old game. This is the new game. It, it hurts. It helps to listen. Helps to listen. <laughs> um, but like the radio hosts, uh, the radio hosts um, are always make, making like pretty funny like lines, like saying like, "Oh yeah, yeah. tests are coming up this week, but uh, yeah, you should study for those. And if you don't, well, then education's a scam anyway. You're throwing your money away." Who ever like studied a, for a test, honestly? Yeah, it really shows. I've studied for tests before. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're not getting into this. So, I got straight B's of not studying. B's, like that Oprah Winfrey gift. Um, 10 out of 10. Best gift. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all right. It's uh, one part The Sims, one part Roller Coaster Tycoon. Um, there all is like two points. All parts. That, that is two points. Um, put them together. It is a bit weird playing it on a console because I'm playing on the Xbox, uh, so I'm playing it with a controller. And I've played other games that are like this, like Frostpunk, that it's- That is such a bizarre comparison. (laughs) Well, no, just in sort of like- what The sort of top-down isometric kind of view. Yeah, like it does have that isometric view, where Frostpunk is a lot more intense. And also have like raiders trying to actively kill your students. (laughs) Well, yeah, isn't that what campus was like for- you guys? Oh, it depends how you define teachers. Uh, it is funny maybe, though. Maybe, maybe that's what I get for studying physics. Um, <laughs> the teachers and the teachers and the students in the school are like are always in like weird outfits. Like there's people that are like dressed up in like a suit and tie. There's people wearing like vampire outfits. There's like I saw um, a person that I thought was Josh because it's dressed up as a clown. Um, <laughs> oh, you got me. I didn't even have a chance to defend myself. Yeah. But no, it's pretty good. I'm, I'm looking forward to keep playing with it. I've, it's been getting good reviews across the board, and I'll probably give it another good one. But I, I'll, I'll keep playing it. Um, hopefully, I've got a bit more time. I've been, uh, been moving houses, and that's, uh, that's always an odyssey. The, the question is, does it inspire you enough to start your own for-profit campus? All these games do because it's like, well, this game's easy. Um, and the numbers always go up provided you don't do something retarded and just be like, you know what, I'm buying everything. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good. If you fail, then the, the Liberal government will bail you out, don't worry. Liberal? Yeah, so, so Steve, is, is, tertiary, <laughs> is, is tertiary education free for, free for your students? Uh, no, it is not. I've got to make that money somehow. Um, it's definitely based on the American... <laughs> it's definitely based on the American system um, because like, the tuition fees are like quite high. Uh, but, and they have to pay up front. And then they also get interest. <laughs> hey, you don't like the system? Go get a trade. Trades are in demand. God, I wish I got a trade. Uh, Same. Yeah. yeah I, I think we all at FTL wish that we got a trade. 
don't know. Maybe I'm pretty happy where I'm at. Yeah, I meant I meant of a co-host personally, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> who is it? <laughs> the audience knows. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, need to yikes. ask, but I felt like I had to. <laughs> Chrissy came. My trade would have been donut making. But yeah, it's... it's but hang on, another weird thing. Like, you've got to... Uh, so, in light of, like, the people, well, the kids, students, whatever you want to call them, they stay on campus, you've got to create, like, dormitories for them. But the dormitories don't have to look good. So, literally, like, you have, like, a room, and it can be, like, what, uh, 10 by 10, and you literally just fill it up with beds, and it's, like, Good. One like toilet like, per hundred people. <laughs> it pretty much. Well, toilets are in a separate room. That's in the bathroom room. And then there's a shower room as well. And just as a, before any of you perverts out there get any ideas, it does blow out naked bodies when people get changed to have a shower. See, I'm, I'm so certain that you're only introducing that because you were the pervert that you were just talking <laughs> about. This is a message to myself. <laughs> and, and, and now you're just deflecting. Yes. I have nothing to say about that. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good game. I'll report in next week. Um, if you've got Game Pass, check it out. You've literally got nothing to lose. Um, so you, I, time is your most valuable resource, is your favorite saying. It is my favorite saying. Having, having never played a two-point game before, uh, is it like, uh, I have. let's say, okay, <laughs> fine, wasn't talking to I you. I was going to make a joke about um, Mighty Number no. 9. <laughs> Two out of ten. <laughs> God, Sorry, that's God. still being generous to Mighty Number no. Nine. It really is. <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to let, say it without laughing, and then it was too long, and it made it weird. Sorry, God. Fucking literally bricks we use. It's parents of we you. I love the we you that deserved. I, I think we should give it a shot. If if I'm honest. Um. So, is there like a scenario type thing, like Rollercoaster Tycoon? It'd be like take over this park and then take over this park. And I think so. I've literally only done like the first sort of tutorial area and that sort of did have a bit of uh scenarios if you would and I, it is like that and you get like three stars or yeah and your first star then your second star and your third star and it gets like sort of difficult but uh i have a question are. for you oh I, is it i wanted to keep this short because i haven't played it <laughs> Okay, we'll, we'll make it very quick. Is it focused more around the uh, academia side of things, building up different courses for your students, or is it focused more on building and sustaining the students that are there, uh, or is both. it a combination of both? No, nah, it's a combination okay. of both, because at the end of every calendar year, you have got you get course points depending on how well uh, the students uh, like performed, like how many got, like what's their percentage, I think, and... Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how it works. I'm not really up to it yet. But so you can put in different points into different courses to make them like essentially level them up. And if you level them up, it makes it they get better grades, and the teachers are better, and the facilities give better bonuses, and students are able to complete like, assignments. Um, do you have to like unlock new? Like, say for example, do you start with like engineering, and then you unlock the sciences or something like that, or do you just sort of start yeah, with no, everything? No, that? no, no clue how it works. Um, in, uh, the, in the the opening one, you've got uh, science and like uh, VR studies or some bullshit like that. VR um, studies. It, yeah, it's literally like your kids just go in and put Brazilian. a VR headset on and they come back. Oh, VR. Oh, oh, you know V V, not B. I was gonna like Brazilian. Oh, so what the VR? <laughs> That's it. Get put on the headset. You go into Brazil. You go to Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, I'll report in more next time. If you got Game Pass, check it out. If you don't, get Game Pass. 
Sweet. Thank you for that, Steve. Uh, I realized wasn't really part around the lunch for last uh, for this week, but uh, I realized I never really answered the follow up question from out of wild to the last week or the week before. It's been a while. Holy shoot! Um, in terms of what my final thoughts of it were, uh, out of wilds. Gonna give myself two minutes for this, so don't worry. It'd be super short. Unless I Josh will not asks be taking question. questions. Yeah, I will not be taking questions. Uh, unless there is, I'm kidding. Hey Patrick, um, why won't you be taking questions? <laughs> I'm literally a five-year-old. Uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, Outer Worlds is interesting to me in that, uh, so when I first played it and I got to the ending, I was kind of like, oh, okay, that's the ending, sweet. And then I sort of moved on. But it stuck with me. <laughs> and for whatever reason, the more I thought about it, the more I realized how much I actually appreciate what it did and how much I enjoyed it in retrospect. And it's weird because there aren't many games that have done that for me at all like to compare it to say Deathloop just because it's a game that I I've openly mocked as an ending on this on this show several episodes ago got to the ending of Deathloop I was like okay so that's how it works and then I just moved on and I never th- well there was no extra discussion to be had right but just anger Wilds, well I mean not even anger just kind of I guess bemusement that I finally got to the, the climax of the story and it was like oh so that's how they're doing it alright and then just move on with my day anger is the first um, stage of grief sorry go on <laughs> yeah it is a good game you would experience uh, but, it but out of wilds it was like okay so now it was one of those games that like I took I, like I haven't picked it up since I haven't played it since I intend to play the DLC um uh I was about to say Planes of Eidolon that's the Warframe um story patch um, Shadows of the Eye, or whatever the equivalent, something of the Echoes eye. of the Eye. Echoes of the Eye, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Echoes of the Eye. Um, I fully intend to play that, but I, yeah, every time I think about how they wrapped up Outer Wilds, the more I appreciate what it is that they did, and the more I liked what I played. So, overall, it's it's just steadily climbing. There was that lull. I did discuss that lull, um, you know, the last time I talked about Outer Wilds. Uh, go back and listen to that, because I'm not going to rehash it here. But, uh, outside of that, and I do think there are a couple problems that maybe could have been slightly better on the part of the developers, but overall, I'd, I'd put it somewhere between a 9 and a 9.5 and out of 10, uh, which... That's quite high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'd, I'd probably I, give it the same. Yeah, like, it's it's weird. Like, I got to the end of it, and, like, I I discussed it with a few people. Like, I got to the end of it, I was like, cool, I finished it, I, I enjoyed it, sure, but it wasn't groundbreaking, but it just stuck with me, and it just kind of kept <laughs> kept making me think about it and the more i thought about it the more i liked yeah. it anyway good. uh yeah good. just wanted to, to toss that in there uh yeah, thanks for closing that loop yeah Big last of us vibes from that <laughs> T- tidbit <laughs> of a um of a of a, of a bonus <laughs> of a, of a run lounge segment uh right where shall we throw it to stray stray right. from the path sure steve said stray josh stray i didn't know yeah. steve was the host yeah, i didn't know to josh Patrick. <laughs> no, no. I, all right, I was just all right. Suggesting. Sorry, sorry. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Don't worry, I got this. Steve, if you ever make a suggestion again, I will get Seth to cut you out of the podcast. But <laughs> in the meantime, why don't we throw it to Josh for stray? Josh, take it away. All right, cool. Take sorry. it stray. Uh, you should have said that. Should I start now? <laughs> um, I guess actually, quickly, has has anyone actually played Stray since I I was talking about it? Nope, I've thought about it. Absolutely not. I'm a dog person. Nintendogs will die. Nintendogs no, will die. it would set my cat off. It, wait, didn't you start it to set the cat off, or were you watching a video? No, uh, no, my um, 
So my dad was playing it because he thought, hey, look, this, this game's got a cat in it. I'm going to get it. Then the cat dev got went off. Um, and you're sending me a video of it. And then, like, so my cat went like, off. My cat's smarter and than their that. Cat my cat rise above. Cat. Oh, no I, no, I didn't think my cat was smarter than that. That's potentially why I didn't get it. He- I'm pretty sure your cat would destroy your TV. <laughs> I'm no, pretty sure there's like- Twitter dedicated to cats going off about Stray. There definitely is. Yeah, he just shit his pants. Dumb cat. <laughs> and by his um, pants, you mean your floor. <laughs> yeah, and I just moved mad. Bond out the window. Right, okay. That's, so, that's uh, crazy. That's where you put the shit, too. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Anyway. So, <laughs> Stray <laughs> is a uh, is a Annapurna published game, um, probably their biggest success so far, I would say. And what it is is that you effectively play a cat years and years and years after an apocalypse uh, of some kind of sort of magnitude. That you start in the world in uh, in the above ground in the sun, where everything's overgrowing like a city that there's no humans in, to your knowledge. Uh, you get separated from the other cats you're with and fall down into basically an underworld. Um, this is basically like a uh, kind of thing like like vaults from Fallout almost, um, where they basically have like an underground living scenario. And there's three levels uh, in this area, and you proceed to go up through the levels by solving puzzles and general platforming and a couple of other sort of swapping uh, mechanics that it does throughout the story. So... What you, what the game basically is once you reach the start of the story is you play the cat, obviously, walking through a post-apocalyptic, like I said, cyber world, uh, made out of metal. Um, and there is a, I think it's effectively a bacteria that goes around and eats living things and other robots and metal and all sorts of other stuff to, that was started basically as a, uh, as a, a, a chemical that kind of like eats garbage that turns into a, a pandemic. Um, as you go through the story, not sort of doing spoilers, it, it, there is there there's obviously no humans, um, and you find out what happened to the humans, how long it's been, and basically just try, kind of go on your quest to get back to the other cats. And you do some platforming, you do some FPS style stuff, you do some uh, puzzle stuff, you do a whole bunch of other weird and wonderful little mechanics. Um, including like a like a freak kind of like horror section almost. Um, overall, the the game. I I don't want to say that the gameplay was anything groundbreaking. The game was extremely good at filling the market that it wanted to fill. Where you'll you'll run up to like other cats at the start and you'll just like play with the other cats or you'll go to sleep curling up listening to music next to a guy that plays music or you'll just find stuff and just push it off a ledge because you can. Um, there's a whole bunch of like, you know, cat things. Um, but as you go through it, it sort of gives the, I guess like a, more of like an understanding more than like telling you that the, the cats have sort of like gotten smarter over the years without humans and whatnot. And it's been a very, very, very long time since the humans have been there. And the, the robots don't really know what you are because it's the first time they've seen a living creature in forever. So they just kind of treat you as a robot. Um, or like as like a living person and they talk to you and you get a companion that translates the robots to you and uh, as you go through the the robot sort of also has its own sort of side quest that you do Um, and overall it's like just a sort of very emotionally driven story rather than gameplay Um, and you got to solve the mystery of what happened and eventually get back out to the outside so that's 
that's sort of all I can say about the game. I, I think the game was very, very, very well put together. I think the story was engaging. I think that anyone that didn't quite appreciate the game was probably either missing the, the point of the story or missing the sort of depth that it goes into by what you see in the world rather than being rather than what's told to you. You have to sort of uh, take in everything around you, and I think it was done extremely well. I think it was a very effective way of telling a story, especially about a game that I picked up because I was like, oh my god, it's a cat. That, <laughs> I've also good. seen that people who don't like it just don't like cats, in which point, why are you looking at Stray in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, honestly, for, like, for what it is, for the, the price and development cycle that it had, I think it's extremely polished and did a very, very good job. Like, I had maybe one or two bugs where my cat kind of, like, teleported upwards slightly when I tried to interact with something above me, but that was about the extent I saw. I hear the PC version was a little bit more buggy. I played it on the PS5, um, but it, it was extremely polished. It was great. The, the music was excellent. The atmosphere was excellent. I think the story, while basic, told exactly the story it wanted to tell and was effective at doing it. And the the gameplay mechanics that are in there, while they're not perfect, they vary and they keep things interesting enough for the length of the short game. It's probably about eight hours long total, um, less if you don't do any other side stuff. And I I think it was very good. Honestly, contender for game of the year. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Do you think? Okay, so let's uh, for a moment pretend that in this game you're not a cat and you're like a like a person or like a kid or something, does the game, like, is it any good or any better? Like, it feels like, and maybe that's because I haven't played it, and maybe because I, I, I sort of, and just seeing the hype around this game, going, oh, you play as a cat, cool. If I play as a cat and it's a shit game, I'm going to be shitty with it. Like, can you replace the cat and it's the same game? Or, does, or is the cat part of the charm? You, you could replace the cat theoretically. Like, if you, if you took it... Um, like the the whole the whole way that the game is designed is designed around the movement of a cat, so you couldn't directly swap in a person, right? But if you're talking about like the story and everything, rather than very specifically the gameplay, I think absolutely you could just swap another character and it would still be very good. I would still very okay. much like it. Um, like the the robot character is basically your um your sort of like translator and your sort of like go-to on ways of communication if you had just played as that robot and there was like you know uh, another character in there to because you, you initially wake up the robot at the start of the game if someone else had woken you up and you just play as a robot for the entire game i, I would still really 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 enjoy the game it was it was very good how hmm. heavily did you use the meow button um so there's a couple of interactions with it so you can meow at obviously other cats to get them to meow back and do stuff at the start of the game but then you can also meow to scare some of the robots to like, there's one part where you need to solve like a little sort of side quest and you scare a robot by meowing and he drops stuff. Um, so I use it for that kind of stuff. There's also like an interaction that you'll have with certain types of robots. So you can like walk up and meow and some of them will be like, oh, that's so cute. I love you. And you can like curl up around the sort of their feet and whatnot and rub up against them and they have interactions on their face and others will get angry at you and like be like, shoo, shoo. So I used it just to see what the uh, interaction was for a whole bunch of things. Um, and there's a guy that plays various songs when you give him music spreadsheets, uh, not spreadsheets, um, music sheets that you find around the place. And I was sort of just meowing in time with the song. Otherwise, I didn't really use it that much, to be honest. 
but it was a cool feature when the, the moment it showed hey there's a meow button i was like oh my god and spammed it and that was about it for for spamming it yeah it's just sort of it just becomes another game mechanic yeah i think it's like how it used like you know i, I know you guys are gonna rev up and i'm gonna be the devil for saying this but how like games like oh you can pet the dog how good is it like i don't care man that's such a i don't care i'm not gonna do it um and it just, i care for us... immersion purposes that's about it uh, but yeah, and it's cute to see the interactions they have. I, I can't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure petting the dog in Far Cry 6 actually healed you. Nice. I mean, it heals the dog because the dog's taking your life force. <laughs> there, I said it. Someone has a cat and doesn't like dogs, confirmed. I just don't really like animals. It's too much of a responsibility. I've got things to <laughs> do. I don't, I don't want to be woken up at 6am because the cat's like, you know what? Gotta go for a run. And he just sonic booms around the house. Gets the zoomies. Gotta go fast. Right, but um, anyway, that's that's basically Stray. That's sort of the the premise of it. If it interests you, I'd recommend picking it up. If you like, um, even just cyberpunk sort of base stories and post apocalyptic settings, I would recommend picking it up. The the game itself is gorgeous. It's it's excellent. How, how long does it go for? So uh, honestly, if you didn't do any of the side content and just race through the story based stuff, you could probably get it done in four hours. There's an achievement Ooh. for doing it in less than two hours, I think it was, or less than an hour. Jesus. Um, but the overall game, just exploring and doing various things and getting the, um, not collectibles, there's no real collectible system, but there'll be stuff that you can pick up to then trade with um, other people so that then you can you know, play, give this music sheet to this guy, for example, so he plays music or you can do various other bits and pieces that sort of just interact more with the world. Um, that stuff, there's probably about four hours worth of content as well. Um, so I, I finished it in just just under eight, I think it was. Yeah, okay. Well, that's all right. Uh, I don't know. We can probably have a big discussion about the length of games in another day. Um, yeah. For, for what it was, if it went any longer, it would be a bad game. Um, and if it was any shorter, it? it would also be a bad game. It was like, it was really, really good length. Yeah, I, I, I can understand it. a game losing points for overstaying its welcome. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, like there yeah. wasn't enough depth in the game because they, that you cycle through like platforming and puzzling and like FPSing almost in like sort of like four segments almost. And once you finish that part or there's not another mechanic to engage you, it would be dull. And if they kept cycling new things at you, you would get annoyed. And I think that was sort of the good, a really good medium of this game is too short. There's not enough story. There's not enough depth. You're just playing as a cat, which would have annoyed me, to this is just a game that you play as a cat that they're just throwing filler in. Like every, everything that was in there felt crafted to be there. And it, it was, it, I think mm. it was perfect length. Well, speaking of cats, Dependent Flanters are still losing. <laughs> I thought you dumb stopped game. caring. I did stop caring. Still a dumb fucking game. <laughs> what about speaking about gats, RSF? You just took your job, uh, Pat. You gotta. I, know, I did. I know. I'm so. <laughs> I'm also just so disgusted by I'm, how I'm... horrible that segue was. I'm, I'm, I'm it's crying. Excellent. I'm crying and, and shaking and shitting myself right now. It's 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 insane. <laughs> I did it deliberately on purpose, <laughs> but go well, on. That's what deliberately Patrick. on purpose means. Like, it's a sort of a same word. You use it twice. You know what? I've had just about enough of you. <laughs> Man, right, he's the one so... saying that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of hell, where I currently reside, uh, Surf, how was Get Out of Hell? <laughs> Get Out of Hell was um, pretty fun. It's um, So, Patrick, you're familiar with the Infamous series, right? They are infamous. Uh, y y yes. 
it, it's a lot like um Festival of Blood. Festival of Blood. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Um, Was, wasn't sure if you just fucked up by saying Infamous instead of Saints Row. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like no. No. Uh, it's it's in the same vein of that, where it's like a small I mean, I download. Ha- yeah, I mean, I, I I have played the Saints Row. I know, but I, I also needed a way to segue for other people to understand. Uh, okay. And, Taking that job. And Festival of Blood is like, yeah, everyone will know what that is, maybe. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> no clue. Sounds like so some sort picture, of pagan ritual. Picture, picture a festival, right? Now oh, picture while look. you're at the festival, you get a little paper cut, but that little paper cut turns into, into you bleeding. But uh-oh, you're actually uh, a... Um, uh, a vampire. Shit. No, the the people that don't clock good. You're anemic? right, big Yeah, no, it's not anemic because anemic's an iron deficiency. Yeah, which makes your blood not clot very well because you. It's, yeah, anyway. Hemophilia. Hemophilia. Yes, that's Hemo- my one. Hemophilia. That's, that's what yeah. I'm looking for. Yeah, so picture you're at a festival, <laughs> but you're a hemophiliac, <laughs> and then you accidentally cut yourself. There we go. Festival of blood. Boom. Back to you, Seth. Yeah. So in in the same vein of um. Festival of Blood being a small download experience that takes like five hours to finish. Uh, Get Out of Hell is a very, a pretty much the exact same thing. Um, it's the only Saints Row game that Trin and I have a hundred percent so far. Um, we're we're gonna go back and do it for Saints Row three and four, but this one took like ten hours at most to do. So it was a hundred percent. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah, it, it's literally- wait. Do you mean like a hundred percent, like all the side quests, everything done? Yeah. Oh, Ev- everything done e- except for getting all the um no not achievements though there's there's a lot of mm, um it's not 100 percent then is it yeah, yeah. <laughs> the game file says 100 percent um oh, yeah, because there's a lot of miscellaneous count. stuff like um take out an enemy this specific way or something like uh, some sort of uh, bullshit like that and if you ah, if you haven't done sort of fun. if you haven't done it by a certain point then you're locked out and have to do a second playthrough uh okay my favorite achievements were the ones where it's like reach top the one percent in mul- in multiplayer, and you're like never doing that. <laughs> yeah, kill kill Thank a developer so. in in this online mode, or kill someone. Oh, and yeah, kill that's that another developer. one. And you're playing it ten years after release, and you're like, no one's playing this anymore. <laughs> yeah, this is literally impossible. The only Stanley thing Parable stopping. thing. Play this five years after the game releases. <laughs> they actually extended it out to be ten years, and if you didn't get the, I know. if you didn't get scam. the achievement, um, it's you now have to wait this full ten years. Literal wow. scam. The uh, the only achievement that I have on uh, Ruby Grim Eclipse, which is a weirdly fun game because it takes all the right boxes for me, is uh, completing an objective with three other people online. Uh, I've tried getting that achievement multiple times. I have been unsuccessful in finding three other people online. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know what has three people in it? So, so... My basement? <laughs> Maybe, Fast I'm land. afraid. Fast Travel Land's on a good week. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. All right, this is this is turned on me. I don't like this anymore. Oh, I never said who it was. We know. We know. Yeah, no, no, no. The audience knows. The audience understands. <laughs> Thanks. The audience. stats that they one did. of the audience members gave the the podcast. Thank you, Trin. <laughs> uh, to be fair, there were two episodes where the free man crew was uh, uh, Josh, me, and Patrick. So Steve could have been talking about those weeks. Hey. Hmm. We have to break Seth's leg so he misses a week. <laughs> I should let his leg work really do it, Willie. If I miss, mm. yeah, if I miss a week, I'm not editing that week's episode. All right, <laughs> Seth will never miss a week. <laughs> anyway, um, the story set up for um, Get Out of Hell is that um, it's Kinsey's birthday. She's the uh, former FBI agent that's now part of the Saints. Um, she, 
uh, it's her birthday, everyone's celebrating, and uh, they found a Ouija board in Zinyak's uh, just stuff. Zinyak being the main villain from Saints Row 4. Um, and it turns out that the Ouija board is actually haunted and sends, uh, it, they ask, uh, um, who, I, I think the question is, uh, um, who's uh, the president of the United States, um, true love. And it says, gives the name of, um, Satan's daughter. And then, uh, um, it literally opens up a portal to hell, drags the president of the United States in there. And then just the, the Ouija board just keeps going back and forth between H and A, laughing at everyone. Um, hmm. Which, is I'm, the I'm, Satan's I'm, daughter's name Lilith? No, it's uh, Jezebel. Oh, that's a good one, actually. Oh, I, I approve. Yeah. Um, it, it, it took me a second to remember it. That's why I was like, it's Satan's daughter. Um, anyway. Um, so Johnny Gat's like, nah, fuck this. I'm going to go into hell to get the president back because he's my best friend. And Kinsey's like, it's my birthday. I'm going with you. So that's, that's your two characters. It's my birthday. I want to go to hell. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, that that that's your two characters for co-op, and in single player you can switch between either one of them. Uh, one of the achievements is play as Johnny Gat for two hours, and then another one's play as Kinsey for two hours. So still got to finish that one off. Um, yeah, all all the which budget, one did you play as? I I for just for this um session I played Johnny Gat and Trin was Kinsey, and because that's like the default output uh, for whose host is Gat. So you weren't the host. I was a host. That's why I was Gat. When you're in hell, you get given, um, uh, both, both of them get given halves of, um, Lucifer's, uh, uh, halo. So they get, uh, that's, that's their way of getting superpowers and the ability to fly in this game. Um, you get which, given half of Lucifer's halo. <laughs> yeah, because it's a broken halo. They, they get given it though. Yeah, they, they just, they just get given that's it. That's a weird plot start point, but sure. Which, which, which part of this is confusing to you, man? The part where they're like, I'm going to go save the president. He's my best friend. It's my birthday. I'm going to hell with you. And then they get half of Lucifer's halo. That is do do I need to remind you that the last game started off with, uh, the, pre uh, with um, the leader of the saints uh, stopping a nuke going from Afghanistan, um, uh, landing in the White House and just becoming president of that and then immediately getting chucked into an alien VR simulation. These games are wild. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why they rebooted the series. <laughs> yeah, there's not really many places to go after hell. <laughs> Heaven. It's literally the opposite. There wasn't many places to go after they blew up the earth canonically in Saints Row 4. True. <laughs> Jesus. Where was I? Right. So uh, you get given the ability to actually fly in this game rather than just glide around like was in Saints Row 4. And I think that is a much better uh, form of traversal than what was uh, in 4. I, I really like the way that the uh, flying handled in this game. Um. It's, you, you can each also... have one of Lucifer's wings? Uh, no, you actually get two wings. Oh. But it half of your body of... is corrupted. So oh. for Gat, I think it was his right side was corrupted and Kinsey, it's her left side. Josh, you play Monster Hunter. Surely you of all people understand that you can carve more than the number of wings a monster has <laughs> off of the monster. I was actually going to make a one-wing angel reference, but it's fine. I think, most depictions, of, uh, I think most depictions of Lucifer, he has like four to six wings anyway. He does, yeah. Yeah. And like two mantles and two gems, or? Only if that's hunting him. Yeah, and oh, specifically, it's my first time hunting him. <laughs> my first time <laughs> hunting Lucifer. <laughs> I, I tend to enjoy farming Lucifer by uh, making sure that I get him low and then trapping him because he ain't no elder dragon. 
He, oh he man, needs, I got six goat hooves from the cops. Need, need to put him into a pitfall trap and then just bomb him with four heavy bow guns. Is his tail like breakable or is it um, sliceable? I, I, I'd say his Lucifer's tail is sliceable. If his uh, halo can break in half and be used separately, then his tail can as well. Rajang is literally stronger than Lucifer <laughs> confirms. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Rajang is stronger than God. Yeah, true. Give me that devil meat. Do people uh, say right. that? Devil meat? Yeah, give me that devil meat. Is it spicy? Whatever you do, do not give Steve devil meat. It's like a gremlin. Do not feed after midnight. <laughs> if you give him devil meat, he won't eat. He won't. He won't eat his vegetables, and he'll still demand dessert. <laughs> do you think it's devil fun. meat is what they use in Wicked Wings? Oh, asking the real questions. What do, you, what do you mean? That's the secret ingredient to KFC crushes. Oh, I miss oh, crushes. <laughs> yeah. How are you going to bring this up? Why do you have to bring up uh, crushes to the two fat guys of the podcast? <laughs> Gotta get crushed. It's crushing time. That's what I used to say. <laughs> <laughs> moving Fucking on man from over that. here thinking he's a Tonka truck. <laughs> moving on from that, um, all of the, ga- all of the game's budgets went straight into the uh, beginning, ending, and middle of this uh, game's uh, cutscenes. Uh, the <laughs> The middle cutscene is actually very hilarious because it's uh, straight up just a Disney musical. Like, Jezebel is even designed to be, like, a Disney princess. So, uh, everyone's just singing. Like, uh, it starts off with, like, Satan breaking into song about how Jezebel has to marry the president of the United States. He leaves and she's all, I don't want to get married uh, just because my dad said, so I want to marry for love. And then it cuts to Johnny Gat and um, Kinsey singing about how they got to put a bullet in Satan's head. So that, that that was that was like that cutscene alone made it entirely worth just playing through this um this DLC. Do you think uh Get Out of Hell or Enter the Dominatrix would have been a stronger title? Oh, uh, so Enter the Dominatrix was actually used in Saints Row 4 for that one um one DLC. I didn't actually talk about the DLCs for Saints Row 4, but there was um Enter the Dominatrix where they talked about like the alternate mm. version of the game. And mm. then there was um the same same Christmas. Which was, Saint Save Christmas was actually fantastic. It was all about the president not believing in Santa at the beginning and thinking Christmas is bullshit. And then at the very end, he's like, oh God, I got to help Santa save Christmas. I love Christmas now. I'm going to go around and spread Sounds holiday like cheer. Sounds like the family guy cutaway. Sounds like the family guy cutaway with the Chris, uh, kiss saves Christmas thing. And yeah, I think so. Please stop. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um... Yeah, Saints Row 4 DLCs were also fantastic. Uh, Enter Dominatrix ending with uh, the Saints teaming up with uh, with uh, aliens and a raptors is such a stupidly great idea. I wish they had a followed raptor? through. Yeah, alien like a dinosaur. Ra- yeah, yeah. They, there's a dinosaur planet with raptors that are far more. I'm just gonna stop humans. asking questions about this fucking acid trip. You can continue. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. So. The main crux of what you're doing in the uh, Get Out of Hell, though, is just going around and doing all the um, what's considered the side activities in the main, main Saints Row games. There's no actual, like, there's a couple, but they're, like, every now and then checkpointy sort of things to make sure you're doing the story. Um, and to progress, what you actually need to do is do all the side stuff to fill up, like, a chaos bar to, like, how much you're messing with Satan's operations in hell. Um, and then once that's full, it's like, yeah, you can go kill Satan now. See, you, you joke, Josh. <laughs> this, this is exactly how the game goes. I know. I'm, I'm hearing it, and there's no other way for the game to go. <laughs> all, all I can say is that's how Mafia works. 
the main crux of the story is that you're helping some guy try to overthrow Satan as like the president of hell, basically. The entire story sounds like a yuck as a side quest in it the does. best possible way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's kind of how it feels. Except more bloody and violent and more satanic. Um, but yeah, uh, ending of the game, you actually get given like six possible endings for the game. Um, good thing though is that they loop you back to before you fight Satan so you can just redo his fight multiple times and see all the different endings. At this point, I've only seen one, which is the ending you get for rebooting the Saints Row universe and... For some reason, Johnny Gat becomes a cop. He goes from a gangbanger in Saints Row 1 to being a cop in this new universe, and... I uh, can't believe Johnny Gat bashes his wife. <laughs> he, I don't think he has a wife, because she... I, I'm pretty sure she remains he dead in this timeline. He bashed her too hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that leads, that leads into Johnny Gat being in uh, the Agents of Mayhem games, and possibly also the beginning of the Saints Row reboot universe. Oh my god, I completely forgot Agents of Mayhem was a thing. Yeah, I heard his shit. I'm not, I'm, oh. I'm not gonna bother checking it out. Great, you just ruined my week. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, sounds, oh. like a po- sounds like something you need to get off your chest. I, no, I, I also heard about that and I went, ooh, more Saints Row material. And then just everything that I heard about it was that no one enjoyed it. And my mind had done all the heavy lifting by repressing that for me until you came along. Thank you. Sounds like a Tiny Tina's DLC. You pre-order that big fella? I said. No, I don't <laughs> think anyone pre-ordered Agents of Mayhem. No, I'm in the Tiny Tina's DLC. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I was trying to deflect for Patrick's sake. I wasn't. Yeah, I'm just thinking about I the enjoyed the silence. Yeah, when there's only three of us on FTL. <laughs> Faster but, than trio. Three-seater lounge. Ooh. But yeah, ov- overall, I like Get Out of Hell. I'm pretty sure at this point it's included with Saints Row 4 purchases. So if you're getting Saints it Row 4, be. it yeah. It, if it's not, it should be. But um, uh, It is on the PlayStation version of Game Pass 2. Yeah, I believe it's also on just regular Game Pass 2. Um, yeah, I do so- not think it is on Game Pass. Oh, wild. Uh, you know what? I'll look it up. Okay, well, while me. Steve looks it up, um, yeah, if you're playing through the Saints Row games, um, I, I don't think it hurts to check this out. It's, it's short. You'll be done with it in, like, two hours if you're just uh, hardlining the story. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty fun overall. I'd give it, like, a 7 out of 10. Uh, where does it sit in terms of other Saints, uh, Saints Row Oh, out of the Saints Row games I've played so far, it's um, it's the bottom. Oh shit! But that that's because four and three are like full games and like very high standard, and it, it's hard for three, like three a two-hour experience to live up to like a fifteen. That's true. Um, no, it Pretty is easy not to live on. up to a Final Fantasy fifteen. It is not X. Exp- hey, hey, knock <laughs> it off. I I would prefer to play Get Out of Hell than I would Final Fantasy fifteen. There you go. That's all, you, that's all the review you need. That's crazy. I heard the Final Fantasy 15 devs said the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the Final Fantasy 15 devs said they don't like pressing buttons. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would say that I heard it, but I also had to watch the movie and watch an anime to understand the reference. <laughs> you don't. You know what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> they, literally spl- they literally cut out a piece of the movie and put it into the game so that the game story makes more sense. <laughs> We don't need to shit on Final Fantasy 15 anymore. I'm not going to rise to this bait. <laughs> All right, sweet. Well, uh, thank you for that, Seth.
And with that, that brings us to the end of round of lunch for this week. Did I miss anyone? I don't think so. Going once, Negative. going twice, sold. Sweet. Uh, that brings us to the end of round of lunch for this week, which means we get to move on to part two for this week, which is, of course, the news. And kicking off the news this week, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to read this headline. W which headline? Fine. Twist my arm. <laughs> Activision, sorry they got caught for stealing furry arts. <laughs> It was oh, right, Patrick's the very odd. That's the twist. And not the actual headline. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so as someone who really doesn't give a shit about Call of Duty, uh, what happened here? Because they, is, I assume this is for, um, uh, what are we, Infinite Warfare? Or Infinite Warzone, Warfare. actually. Warzone, yeah. This Sorry, one. Warzone, that's the one that I meant. The, the, one, the one that they're like trying to turn into like Fortnite 2, right? Where they just put random cross collabs everywhere? Yep. Basically. Um, so TLDR, there was a, an artist that basically did a whole bunch of like uh, anamorphic designs where they're like half animal, half soldier kind of thing, right? And Very the, hard, got it. Basically, yes. Um, and they released a new skin in the game where it's a semioid um, head of, of dog, right? Um, and the artist, or some, someone compared it to the artist's uh, in, interpretation that had been out forever prior. Um, and it's got like the exact same scarf, the exact same bag, the exact same, uh, I think it was like a backpack or something as well. And it's the same type of dog. And they were like, you literally just stole this from this dude. And they're like, yeah. whoops, it's, sorry uh... we got caught. I mean, oh, they mean, sorry, sorry we did this. <laughs> they, they call it a misstep for the company and claims that is a regrettable uh, decision. But like, that's literally just regret we got found out. That's all yeah. that is. Yeah, it's pretty sus. The um the artists also confirmed that they were never reached out to by Activision prior to this. They didn't even know about the skin. The the, the artist in question being Sayo Lin. But let, didn't let's even just know about Call of Duty. But let's let's <laughs> just give the artist a shout out for what happened to them. It's an alright artist. It's a uh, bit too furry for my uh, my taste. Who yeah, I'm, I'm with Steve on this one. Yeah, I'm not, Maybe I'm not saying anyone deserves really the fate really of having anything to do with Activision Blizzard, but. Hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm just surprised that plays and plagiarism like this was put into the game. Mm. I'm surprised it got that far, yeah. Yeah, usually it doesn't because I don't like the backlash. It was probably some guy being like, they're probably on like mag crunch to try and get skins or something. And some guy's probably like, look what I found. They'll probably just like, oh, that's a great concept design, misunderstanding it and put it in. But at the I same think... time, I don't want to excuse it. Blizzard get fucked. So do you, do you think they ran the skin through the uh, Activision Blizzard diversity sensor? <laughs> the <a> perfect theory. <laughs> No, this, this, this is this is this is non-human. It's got to score some points. Yeah, that's pretty diverse. Yeah, but it's white. <laughs> but is, okay, okay. Is it male though? <laughs> is it what? Sorry, male. Male, probably. No, I didn't order anything. <laughs> that's got it. God damn, that took me too long. <laughs> it, it also took me. To, it also took me too long, but then I didn't want to acknowledge it. <laughs> Speaking of too long, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 3 is releasing way too far in the future, December 20th, 2024. Just give us it tomorrow. Yeah. So I, the Hedgehog the movie. That, that, that's, uh, I, don't, I don't want to crunch the poor VFX artists. Let, I do. Let them take their time. <laughs> give, me give me Shadow of the Hedgehog. We've seen what happens when they crunch the VFX artists. We've seen the original Sonic. Yeah, they give them human that, that wasn't them being crunched. That was Paramount's going, we make the decisions. <laughs> <laughs> and if, what if a, a brave decision it was if a character doesn't have human teeth I don't want it on my screen which <laughs> no, no, I mean no. it's, it's a controversial statement but one that I, I, I think I kind of understand where they're coming from 
So you don't want the COD Warzone character on your screen. Fun fun facts. The the movie is releasing on December 20, which is also the anniversary of when Sonic Adventure 2 Battle came out. Which You're was right, Seth, which, that is fun. Which is also the first uh, well, the remake of the first game that Shadow appeared in. It wasn't as fun as the first one. <laughs> <laughs> so who's gonna voice Shadow the Hedgehog? We don't know yet, but um I've seen multiple videos that have um, uh, Keanu Reeves or Chris Patterson uh, doing voices and like overlaying them on top of shadow cliffs and they sound, they actually sound very good. Like they took um, uh, Patterson's um, uh, uh, voices from um, the Batman and put it over shadow and it's a bit too well. Here's the thing with, with Reeves, right? He would be the the last person I think would be like, yes, I'll do a Shadow the Hedgehog thing. But if the internet said, we really want you to do this, he would probably do it just for people that want him to do it. And it would just be so bizarre. <laughs> He's been showing up in more um, uh, more animated stuff recently. Like he was in um, uh, Toy Story 4. He was just in, um, what, what am I blanking on? Cyberpunk. Um, <laughs> No, Cyberpunk, yes, but he's been something newer. Um, something oh, good. Super, super Pets, DC's League of Super Pets. Oh, I take that back. He, he was, um, he was Batman in that. God, both people oh, that are okay. being compared to Shadow were Batman recently. <laughs> That's not that funny. Though. Yeah, I'll uh, gonna miss that one, big fella. It, well, it wasn't a joke. Uh, it was just a realization. Oh. Next time, get realizations to yourself. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I really wish I had a better segue than the zero that I have. Uh, Tactics Ogre Reborn announced for PS5, PS4, Switch, and PC. So I, I thought they already announced that they were doing No, 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 uh, no. We, uh, this is just to follow up when we talked about this being leaked on PSN like two yeah. weeks ago. They accidentally listed it and went, oh shit, and took it down. Uh, okay, it, okay. It is cool. now, now officially announced with a price, uh, $49.99 uh, and it... Uh, Deluxe edition that is for $59.99 US. Does that US pass, yep. does that pass your Dragon Ball Z the Breakers test? It do. Unfortunately, these uh screenshots do not, because Jesus Christ, the filtering they've done on these sprites are horrid. I think they look yeah, okay. It looks um what's the style of Borderlands has cell shaded, but it doesn't work when it's like a BN and um, Yeah. But and then at the same time, it's not coming to Game Pass, I do not care. <laughs> The, the small character sprites on the fields just look horrid to me. They look way too smoothed out. I think they look pretty cute. Oh, I like them. Looks better than fucking Diamond and Pearl ones. Ugh. To be fair, well, that's not that, a high bar. Yeah, yeah they're quite that Josh Fisher Price. Marvel. Oh, oh yeah, Josh perfectly. loves Marvel. Oh, yeah. My favorite thing to talk about. But uh, what, what I, I know that Josh won't, won't like this part. Uh, Ma- uh, Midnight Suns is being delayed. Uh, sorry, Josh. I know how I know how keen you were for this. So, so I want to I wanted to put this on the docket because I I really need to say this on content out loud. Um, uh, they they've uh, pushed back the PlayStation Five, Xbox Series, and PC versions to the end of the fiscal year, which is March thirty first. Um, and they said the PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and Switch versions are being pushed back even further than that. I don't believe those versions Switch. are going to come out. They're not coming out. Uh, this, this is going to be just like Mortal Kombat uh, X's PS3 and 360 versions where they were delayed indefinitely and never came out and uh, Mighty Number no. 9 on PlayStation Vita and 3DS what do you mean they're, they're, they're still coming they're still coming any day you, now you, right? you, you keep day. telling yourself that buddy they're, just they're, like Temtem they're just going Temtem is, Tem-tem coming, is coming I know <laughs> what a good segue to the next <laughs> the two news items yeah but I can't give it to him I need to Someone else come up with a better one. I, 
That was okay, a good one. Shut up. No, the, the next problem one with the segue was that it interrupted a, pa a point Patrick was trying to make, so it can't be a real exactly. segue. Yeah, and and I can't I can't reward that behavior. We have to stamp that out at the source. Isn't a yeah, segue one of those things that you know, that yeah the bike things? Oh, base. Temtem has co-op. Patrick, I'm okay. Well. <laughs> Patrick, no, I'm going to, to, I'm going me, to I swear. Patrick, I'm going to supply you a uh, spray bottle, so whenever Josh tries to interrupt you again, you can just spray him. Oh no, the weird tree attack. <laughs> that was fucking hysterical. You know what? That was criminally <laughs> underrated. The fact that we're not all in stitches just goes to show you that was so fucking fantastic. You're the one at the time. That was so funny, Josh. Like I'm, I'm like being unironic here. That actually but was pretty funny. It doesn't, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't so, work so though so because the, it. it Patrick is spraying him, so the weird tree would be Josh, but Josh is saying like he's yeah. being attacked by the weird tree. No, the I joke. said it, because I'm the- don't worry. Forget it. Better luck next time, big fella. Bro, you're a solid Bonsley at best, alright? <laughs> oh, that's just rude. Is it Bonsley or Bonsly? I'm not having this oh. argument. Oh, you know what, I reckon Bonsly is cuter, but I would- I would say it's Bonsley. Alright then, play on. Save it for the- uh, save it for the Pokemon chat, guys. <laughs> save it for the spoiler cast. Speaking of Pokemon chat, boom, got it. Temtem version 1.0. <laughs> yeah, <Goodbye>. baby. <laughs> uh, that was we, so weak. <laughs> almost as weak as Bonsley's attack stat. Get fucked. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, uh, good we, thing I have high defense. <laughs> Sorry. Come on. Really? Then why are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not crying. Shut up. I <laughs> know oh, the weird tree's going to attack me again. Uh, uh, we have a trailer for Temtem version 1.0 features. So, um, uh, Steve, resident Temtem expert, uh, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I'm very keen for it. Um, I don't really know what I can say. I'm not going to buy it on release because fuck doing that. <laughs> this <laughs> that man has been, me so much. <laughs> he's been he's been riding the Temtem train all these years, waiting for it to come to Xbox, and now it's coming. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to buy it. It's, no, it's, it's like on Game Pass. If they buy it on Game Pass, they want station, and he realizes he doesn't have a ticket. Apparently, there are rumors circulating that it's going to be on Game Pass. I wouldn't um, be surprised. But they would have announced it by now. Uh, unless uh, they announced it at Gamescom, which is in two weeks, I believe. Uh, which it doesn't Something make like sense. That, yes. Like, it, I, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe yeah, Gamescom is uh, August 23rd, so a bit under two weeks. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, you're welcome. Oh, sorry, it starts on the 22nd, I think, actually, so I was wrong. Mad, cool. Keep talking. Ah, forget. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this, this trailer just kind of goes over like what Temtem is. So if you if you already know what the game is, then uh, you you'll be pretty um, whelmed, I guess. But just just well, quickly, very whelmed. Just, just to quickly whelmed. just to quickly list things <laughs> off because um that that's what we should do for people that don't know what Temtem is. Um, they show off the, the story campaign a little bit. Uh, they okay, so let's bring it back. So Temtem is essentially a borderline, well, it is a clone of Pokemon. But instead of, like, Pokeballs, they use, like, cards. Um, there's, like, a hundred and something Tems or whatever they're called. 51. You have to go around and beat, like, uh, challenges, which are essentially gyms. I mean, it's very close to the Pokemon formula. And it, when it was on early access in 2019, it got a lot of hubbub because... It was because there's a bunch. There's a whole shit ton of monster tamers, Pokemon clones, all that type of thing. But this one is like fully 3D, and it is borderline getting into that MMO type yeah, of they, base. Yeah, they do a lot of things that people want Pokemon to do. Mm, yeah, everybody sort of 
Mm, is, is this everyone thought it was going to be the Pokemon killer when it nothing's going to be it. the fucking Pokemon killer yeah literally the highest seen. grossing franchise of all time it will not yeah. happen but, but, but it, healthy but, competition uh, is good exactly yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe what do you mean healthy Pokemon. competition the biggest competition to Game Freak is Game Freak <laughs> hey that's a small indie <laughs> shooter true. like surprise 300 employees <laughs> Gen 10 and not one of them can voice that God, I can't wait to fucking uh, bitch about God. that later. That was such a fucking good call. Uh, all right. Does Tam Sam have voice acting? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so uh, either. Yeah, I've I I got I think it was like start of twenty twenty, like just as we were going into lockdown. I literally would have paid any money for that game. Yeah, I'm sort of eh about it. But I'm eh I mean, about it all games let, these let, days. But it has a grappling do, hook. Let, let's just do a real a real quick side by side, right? Did Tam Tam I, has has Temtem been a cultural juggernaut for the past twenty whatever years? I don't think so. I don't think Temtem has existed for the past twenty something years. So, okay, no, but on the pro has... side, has Temtem had a Dexit? <laughs> <laughs> Does Temtem have a bug type? I uh, don't probably. know the typings that are in this game. Um, they've got like a bunch of ones. They've got like crystal, um. Esper, like it, the crystal red, blue, gold, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sapphire. They've got ones that it's like I think like electric, like electric is like shock, fire is like pyro, water is aqua. Like it's they're oh, they're taking the Genshin approach. Yeah, they're taking like the oh, we're not going to call them explicit what Pokemon is, but I think if they try to go too far away from it, it's like where well, you're obviously trying to not say it. Let's address the elephant in the room, big fella. But yeah, we don't need to spend too much time on it. Potentially, uh, Pokemon's coming out. The uh, first week of September, I believe. Yep. Se- uh, yeah, September 6th. That's it, baby. Uh, Don't worry. We'll spend the same amount of time on this as Game Freak does on voice acting. So moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a uh, gameplay trailer for the Saints Row reboot. Yep. Uh, I'm... I don't know. I'm I'm still into my... So my, my problem with this, right? I'm a big Saints Row guy. We just talked about uh, Get Out of Hell this week. I'm kind of interested. I Part of me doesn't want to like it because I don't think it will live up to what I remember of Saints Row 3. But the problem is everything that they release about this makes me think maybe it won't be as bad as I think it will. Honestly, this trailer makes me think this could be the best Saints Row game. But that that's what puts it into a weird spot for me because I... I, I don't like, like, th- th- this is like ultra gatekeep Patrick, right? But, like, I don't like the idea that we have, I'm not going to call it a well-contained story. I'm barely going to call it a story. But we have four games, plus whatever you want to call Get Out of Hell, in the same kind of universe with the same characters, and it's all kind of wrapped up. I don't like the idea of shortcutting back into the same universe with a Saints Row reboot, because it feels cheapy and cash grabby but the problem is everything that i've seen about this game makes me think maybe this is actually kind of kind of good yeah i think it's kind of necessary because just playing the back half of the saints row games is there's no way you can take those characters now that like everything about them feels done so like I, I feel like they, they've got to regress into um, a cameo, I remember that character sort of uh, icons now, because I, I just don't see where you take those characters anymore, and like getting a fresh start feels like the best way to handle it right now. 
I guess I guess part of part of the thing for me, it's kind of like so I put this sort of in the same boat as something like Sly, right? Where Saints Row Four came out twenty fourteen, did we say? Something like that, yeah. It's something around and there. So yeah. It's it's been a while and now we have a Saints Row reboot. And so I so to me personally, in the same vein as Sly, the time for another Saints Row game was about six years ago. <laughs> so so for them to do it now kind of adds to that what are we actually doing? Are we making a new third person action RPG shoot 'em up funny haha fun time thing? If we are, great. But does it actually need to be Saints Row based? Does it actually need to be linked to that same universe? If if we aren't touching anything that the previous four games did why are we making a deal a big deal out of this being a reboot for that franchise why isn't this its own ip in a sense i guess that's the part that i'm still not 100 percent on even though looking at this gameplay trailer i actually think it could be quite fun to play there's just a part of my brain that just will not let go the idea that the time for like the the best time for saints row 5 was six years ago the second best time was like five years ago, you know what I mean? Like, why now? Why Why has it been so long that we're getting a reboot, but it's a reboot? It's not even like a remaster or doing something with the same characters again. It's just kind of shortcutting all of the hard work done by the Saints Row franchise to say, here is Saints Row 5, but we're not going to call it Saints Row 5. We're going to call it Saints Row 1, which is what so many bloody, like, like God of War and every other franchise is like, hey, on the back of the success of all this other stuff that came out ages ago, we're just going to call it the start of a new one. Yeah, I think, uh, so, uh, to go on to the remaster point, they have been remastering the older games for a long time now, just kind of keeping the Saints Row franchise, like, in yeah, in I, the um, in the headspace of uh, pretty much everyone. Um, yeah, I, I realized that that was probably a misspeak, because it, it's par- partially just because I played them all on PC that I don't need them remastered. Yeah, but, no. yeah, no, I... <laughs> I am aware that they did remaster them for for latest gen console. Yeah, it it just feels like a lot of the things that they show in this game are Saints Rowy sort of things. Like, um, so even if this was a new franchise, it feels like it's built on like that kind of identity that Saints Row has. So why not base it in that universe why and not utilize the successful IP you have? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, I guess that's a valid point. I don't know. As I said, this is like super, super gatekeepy, Patrick. It might be that I just buy it and then I completely swing 180 on it when it comes out. But Okay, well, that, that is know. the question then. Are you going to buy it on release? No. Okay. All right, then. <laughs> it's, it's coming to Google Stadia. Why would you not? <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, do I Based have uh, some shit, news actually. about Google Stadia for you? That thing's dying. <laughs> yeah. Bastia. Yeah, Apparently yeah, Patrick's gaslight, gaslighting, him, gaslighting himself so fucking hard that he's like, I don't want to like this game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think part of it is sort of rooted in Sly Five because for the longest time I was keen on the idea of Sly Five, and there were all those rumors that sort of back and forth. And it wasn't just because Sucker Punch said that we're not doing Sly Five. All right, it's not just because of that, <laughs> but just it's sort of in the same boat of here is a game that. I enjoyed over 10 years, well, 10 years ago, I guess, for Saints Row 3. Uh, I don't know if knowing that it's part of that same IP 
will automatically want to make it a better or worse game in my eyes than if it was fresh. I guess that's the part that I'm not sure about yet. And if it happens that it comes out and it's super well-reviewed, will I pick it up? Absolutely. But will I pick it up on release? Definitely not. Very good. Are you going to pick it up on release, Seth? I am getting it as a birthday present. Thank you, Trade. Not, not a present if you already know it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Christmas, oh, wait, Christmas presents are supposed to be the ones that are surprises. No, they're both supposed to be surprises. Anyway, what the fuck? When's your birthday, man? We having a birthday podcast? Uh, are we having a birthday podcast? No, you know my, what? Birthday my birthday is the day after podcast recording. You know what? Just for that, your present from us is going to be an edit of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and because I know you like a challenge, I'm going to uh, record underneath the water. No, please, please. Save your thanks. Save your thanks. We're doing it for you. I, I don't know if I trust Josh to edit the podcast in my absence. Well, well, well I never said that you wouldn't be editing the podcast, my friend. You <laughs> Wait, are still why, why is it a present if I've still got to do the work? Because you the love joke. editing the podcast. Who <laughs> <laughs> said I love editing the podcast? Yesterday is history. Tomorrow's a mystery. But today you get to edit the podcast and that's why it's called the present. <laughs> that was the best thing I've ever heard. Uh, so much for the scope, I don't think. And, right. and, and the second best thing you'll ever hear is that Hugh Neutron is now available in Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Get out of here. <laughs> it had to be done for the bit. It, it had to be talked about for the bit. I asked this off the podcast, and now I'm going to ask it on the podcast. Does he sit on a banana and does it change his life? I actually <laughs> kind of watched the, uh, the uh, gameplay breakdown before, and I didn't see anything about a banana. It's, just, it's just a lot of duck-based moves. Okay, that's uh, kind of base though. <laughs> he, he also has a stage where he's standing on a pie and there's ducks in the background. Hang True. on, how, how is that? Or if he's all of he's doing is crouching, how is he supposed to do any attack? No, 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 not duck. Ducks. Ah, that was a good one. Never mind, play on. Nobody else thought it was funny. Did they add voice acting for him? Uh, yeah, they added voice acting for the game a little while I ago. Know, I wasn't sure if they were just going to release him without voice acting after the clear <laughs> flop that they're, they're having. <laughs> Could you imagine only DLC characters get voice acting? <laughs> <laughs> they cut their losses with the main game. Or the DLC <laughs> characters have to wait for voice acting like everyone else did. <laughs> His moveset looks awful for the record. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird seeing this game's movesets after playing Multiverses for so long. Actually, do we, Or do even we Guilty Gear Strive. Do we have a Steam chart check for Nick Star Brawl? No. <laughs> no, we do not. All right. Oh, he does a banana. He, he does have a banana move. All right. <laughs> All right, we're going to play some bets. Don't look this up. Play along if you want at home. Uh, I, I will say it's less than a thousand. I don't think that surprises anyone. I will say so, so nine. We're going to go... Wait, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Twenty-four hour peak. Twenty-four hour peak. Twenty-four. Oh, twenty-four hour peak. Um, seventeen. Ah, red. Uh, sixty-nine. I'm gonna say it's less than a hundred. That's too big of a number to say. Like less than twenty. Less than. I'm gonna say just below fifty. Thirty-nine. Oh, pretty close. I was close. I got one. What did you say? Sorry. Sixty-nine. I'm too busy thinking. I was the closest without going over, which uh, the Price is Right rules means I win. Is this the Price is Right? <laughs> I thought this was about so, Shovel So I think, I think most shockingly, uh, there was a spike on Saturday where 188 people played Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. 188 people bought the DLC, what the fuck? 
Yeah, uh, that that was the day who Neutron came out. Yep. Wild. And Do they, they have announce, something for they um, eBay? a great character like Hugh Neutron, and it gets as much Less traction as... Less than 200 people. Yep. <laughs> oh. Did they do anything for Evo for uh, All Star? Nope. Right, it's yeah. supposed to be a fighting game Steve, for it to qualify yeah. for Evo. <laughs> Steve, I, I don't know how much clearer I can make this. Uh, in a 24-hour period, 39 people played Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. That means if it made it to Evo, most of the people that played Nickelodeon All Star Brawl <laughs> It'd be a one would person have played bracket. it at Evo. <laughs> It'd be a one-person bracket. And oh. even then, and even then, uh, the only loser would be the entire fighting game community. All right, so how many people you reckon did Babylon's Fall in 24 hours? I've got the number. Oh, good. Two. Uh, le- less, less than what? One. No, no, <laughs> no uh, less than, <laughs> let's say less than, uh, l- less than 50. Oh, Jesus. I, 15. I, I will be kind and say nine. I'll say uh, 14. Four! Four! Okay. So, you're all very close, to be honest. So, there's in the last, uh, like, currently playing, there was nine. So, that's that's extremely close. In the last 24 hours, which was the question, there was 13. Ooh! Yeah. It's gone up. (laughs) (laughs) That one person that was playing Babylon's Fall has to take that out of his uh, Twitter profile now. I can't believe they're all flocking back to Babylon's Fall. It's a swimsuit update, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, he's telling himself that. Looking their lips going, finally, they've come back. <laughs> the all-time peak was 1,166. That's so low. That's incredibly low. So even Nickelodeon All-Star Rule, the all-time peak was about 9k. So again, this is just on Steam. So, you know, other platforms as well, yada yada, but still. Meanwhile, actually, we didn't... Uh, is this in the docket? Multiversus, uh, unofficially, because I don't think they confirmed... They might have confirmed it since, but... Uh, reports are that they hit 10 million unique players across all platforms uh, the other day. Power of free to play, baby. All games should be free to play. There, I said it. Oh, God. Not, not with so the monetization. I disagree. <laughs> not with the way they yeah. monetize free to play games. True. $160 for the fucking purchase of the multiverses pack. That there was a pre order. That's disgusting. No, but, no, no, but, but you don't understand. You, you save $60 by not buying the game. That's You're true. Right. Sorry. <laughs> then the $100 down payment then. Uh, absolutely terrible. Uh, anyway, next up on the list we have uh the Seth section. <laughs> Steve, Steve yeah. kept trying to segue with it to it with every Evo mention. I tried. I tried so hard. The evolution of these segues, though. All right. So just to quickly uh pump through <laughs> these because they no no because there's a lot of these. So I'll just quickly <laughs> pump through them. Um, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is getting an arcade one-up machine, which is huge news for that game and, like, the Marvel vs. Capcom license. Um, it also includes uh, uh, eight, uh, seven other uh, games that are, like, across the Marvel vs. Capcom and Street Fighter vs. the Marvel sort of series. So that, that's great. 600 US dollars, though. That's expensive as fuck. Yeah, that's pretty fucked. But it's Persona 4 Arena Ultimax getting rollback netcode. It already dropped on PlayStation 4 and Steam. No Switch. Oh. Get fucked. What about the Xbox? Switch can't support rollback netcode. <laughs> requires why, good online. That, that's why um that's why Smash is still on the bad netcode. Um Umbral Core was shown off. Um what what is the news for this? Sorry. Um just just preview the trailer at Evo. Um I believe it's got a um Kickstarter up. 
or something along those lines. Uh, yeah, uh, open alpha later this year, as well as a Kickstarter to help reach their full vision. Um, Guilty Gear Strive 2 got its uh, DLC roadmap shown off. Um, there's going to be crossplay coming at a later point uh, between PlayStation yeah, and boy. PC. Um, a, uh, a what about Xbox, of, but... uh, it's not out on Xbox. It's not Ah, oh, man, X-Bros. I don't feel too good. And they also revealed Bridget, who is now in the game. Based. Uh, King of Fighters 15 is getting uh, cross-played across all platforms uh, sometime next year. And Samurai Showdown is getting rollback netcode sometime next year as well. Uh, th- th- this was a good year for rollback netcode, by the way. Um... <laughs> Marie is coming to Skullgirls. She's going to be the final character for um for the uh, season the one pass DLC. And yeah. yep, and that that means the Skullgirl is finally going to be in Skullgirls. Uh, Multiverse season one roadmap drops. They showed off a couple of skins and stuff. This officially got delayed a little while ago. Um, they didn't say when it's going to be dropping. Um, no no hint of when it's going to be coming out. But when it does, Morty will be dropping and Rick will be in it, uh, this season as well. They also showed off uh, costumes of LeBron James as Robin and Valkyrie Bugs Bunny cross-dressing costume. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters is getting rolled back netcode and a next-gen version. Um, All right, more Gokus. Uh, no, no, no more Gokus. They, they said that, like, um, officially there's going to be no more uh, balance patches or any uh, character updates. They they More are completely done, they are completely done making the game, but um yeah it's being ported to PlayStation Five and Xbox Series consoles um and those versions are going to be getting rolled back along with the PC version, uh PS4 and Xbox One are being left behind. That's what it is, baby. Also, King of Fighters fifteen showed off uh, some new characters are coming um to round out season one. They've got um Team Samurai, which is a bunch of characters from Samurai Showdown. They showed hints of what's coming in the future and also announced that a new Fatal Fury slash Garo title is finally going to uh, finally being greenlit after 20 years. Uh, a new Tekken project is in the works. Literally, that is all they showed for it. They just showed a very nice CG face of Kazuya and said, uh, um, get ready. Uh, Street Fighter S- and finally, Street Fighter 6 unveils uh, Kimberly and Jury. Both of them look fantastic. Uh, everyone that likes feats, i.e. Josh, are uh, winning because no. of Jury. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> they, 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 they knew Jury's audience and went in way harder than they've ever gone with her. The news for me is Bridget and Fighter Z roll back. The rest I could not care less about. <laughs> Especially the feet. <laughs> right, cool. I am pretty excited about all of these and especially the rollback stuff. I don't care. Do you sleep? Man. Oh, oh. Uh, yes. A, a quick Arc System Works update as well. Um, C- CEO Minoru Kidoka um, talked about uh, Arc System Works wanting to be more um, aggressive about, about doing licensed IP games because Dragon Ball Fighters did so well for them. And in the past, it's just been like, hey, these people come to us to make games, but now we want to be like, hey, we think we could make a game for you. And, uh, yeah, they just changed their stance on that. And they also said that, um, Blaze Blue will be continuing, uh, as well. They could, they can be making more Blaze Blue fighting games and expand to Blaze Blue outside of just being a fighting game genre. Incoming Arc System works in a Ruto game. Oh, 
I want them to do. I want them to do a jump game, like a straight up JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. You're right. No, no, like um, like uh. Jump Force, <laughs> not Jump Force. Uh, well, yes, like you want Jump Force, but not Jump Force. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just merge all the Shonen like, Jump games into like Dragon Ball Fighter style of gameplay. Is One Bleach Piece is- included in that? It is. One right? Piece is yeah, included is, in yeah. that. Yeah. One, One Piece, Piece Chainsaw Man, Naruto, Bleach, JoJo, uh, Prince all of Tennis, it except for Bleach, is good. Death Note, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. No, Bleach is great. You haven't fucking watched. That's it. Shut the fuck up, Josh. Next, next topic. Segway, segway. Uh, all right. Speaking of segways, thank you, Steve. Uh, could I get live reaction from the boys to this? I, I, what? I just, I just want honest, honest thoughts and opinions. That's it. Honest thoughts and opinions is that like the colonel shouldn't be that ripped considering his chicken. <laughs> I, I've seen the colonel more ripped than that. What happened to the the KF console and why why is there now a semi naked colonel flexing on my screen? Oh, apparently okay. it was a Mother's Day commercial. Good God! <laughs> why is this a live reaction? Why is this happening? Uh, there was a Twitter link in the docket. I opened it, and admittedly, I'll, I'll be the first to say it. I completely lost track of why I had Twitter open because whatever the fuck Seth had actually linked me was nowhere near as interesting as. Oh my god, this was treated by actual KFC yesterday. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It it wasn't nearly as interesting as watching the Magic Mike Colonel himself uh, rip a shirt on on a video from from the the official KFC Spanish Twitter account. It's edited onto like an anime meme, which is... Even worse. (laughs) How why have they done this? So so my question is, uh, Steve, more or less likely to buy KFC? More likely. But I had Maccas yesterday, so I probably won't be having fast food for a while. Also, I just saw, uh, speaking of Twitter and tweets and getting off topic, they've um, announced the Galaxy, Fold, the Galaxy Fold 4 and the Galaxy Four, yeah. Flip Fold. Samsung Unpacked event was a couple of days ago, yeah. Was it? I and it. I've already got a tweet from, uh, not a tweet, I've already got a text from my uh, cell phone carrier asking if I'd like to upgrade and that it would only cost me, um, oh no, that I could get, I think it's I could get a couple hundred bucks off if I subscribe and storage to storage update. Maybe if I go if yeah. I go onto a two year plan that would cost me nearly double what I currently pay for my phone plan. Is that all? But you got to get the next best thing. A uh, a friend of ours of the podcast, Jake. Uh, he literally has been getting friend notifications. Is a strong word. Yeah, it's a strong <laughs> word. He's he's literally been getting notifications like every single day that he has time to update his phone from Telstra, and he's like, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with my phone. <laughs> yeah, I I don't need to upgrade my phone. I just I just got this one a couple months ago after my last uh flip broke. But this this one's been uh, this one's been running well. Um and yeah, never, I, I never no more phone, no more flip phones. It does look cool. Um but the batteries are so shit on them. Really? Mine was fine. My mine nah, mine doesn't even last a full too. day, honestly. Are you using it all the time? Uh, quite a bit, yeah, but I use the last phone I had, I used a shit ton as well. Maybe, maybe more than this one, and the battery lasted a full day at least. Look, the S22 swap from the Fold has literally over doubled the battery life of my phone. <laughs> well, the Fold's so, like double the screen. Yeah, but still. Uh, it's probably connecting with your 5G or something. <laughs> Anyway, um, just but instead of buying a new phone, buy a new case. It'll feel like you have a new phone, and you save money. 
All right, that's Josh Tips. Mm. Tips with Josh. Next week, get the whole thing. All right. <laughs> so, sorry. Okay. Mm. Let's, let's move on. Patrick so sounds like he's flying on air. If you if you keep up uh, words like that, Josh, Truck Month is not going to return to sponsor your Josh's album. Of the week Good. <laughs> Fuck Truck Month. Where's the Krispy Kreme sponsor? <laughs> After like, last week, they left us. Well, they, they, the whoa, whoa, whoa. they don't. Well, the fucking listeners don't need to know that, Seth. Come on. Anyway, they they, next, they, they uh, got their bit with the with the CEO the asking list, us a question. We have Splatoon three. If you want more tips with Josh, here are our sponsor Skillshare. <laughs> Sorry, go on. It, it was a 30-minute uh, Splatoon Direct, which confirmed that it is more Splatoon. Do you like Splatoon? You will like Splatoon 3. Do you not like Splatoon? Uh, you're probably not getting much out of this. Um, I did like that they showed off uh, two new weapon types, so they've got the Stringers, which are bows, and they have Splatanas, which are literally... Just ink katanas where you can nothing personnel kids all day. <laughs> Honestly, that sounds like reason enough to buy this game. <laughs> like out of my favorite weapons in most video games, bows and katana would be would be up there. That's pretty See, sick. Man, you must have too. loved the end of the PS3 generation where every game was um getting bows. Never in had there. a PS3, so PS3 360 generation. You're you're thinking too highbrow there, Josh. What what you need is to embrace the way of the bucket. Buckets. The bucket yeah, is the, actually a very good weapon in Splatoon. Yes. The bucket was fantastic. So was the umbrella. I've played Splatoon. So imagine, imagine you're some I don't know, twelve year old shitter that's playing on his brother's Switch, uh, and you you have one of the default guns where paint actually gets shot some distance, uh, but uh, because it took more than one hit to instant uh, to to kill the thing that you're shooting at, uh, it survived. And then it just shotgun blasts a bucket of paint at you. So, but but Patrick, if you do that like too Kevin much, then you get sent to Japan. <laughs> it's true. You go you go straight to Splatoon jail. <laughs> yeah, straight um, to Brazil. A, a quality of life thing they've done is that um instead of using uh, the same currency to buy clothes and weapons, they've made them two separate currencies now. And to get new weapons, you either need to level up or um. Keep using the same type of weapon over and over again, and you'll get a license, which can be traded towards uh, um new new things. Uh, and I guess the last thing to talk about because it, like I said, this was literally just hey, you like Splatoon? Here's my Splatoon. Um, oh, actually, two two more things. Uh, one, they announced that there's going to be a large scale paid DLC like our Splatoon Two had. Um, that that must have worked out really well for them since they're announcing this pre-launch. Well, um, everyone says that at least for single player content the DLC was the best part of Splatoon hands down yeah I've heard the same thing I, I never got it though <laughs> um, they also showed off the new uh, idols for the game because every new game has new idols this one is Deep Cut which has um, Shiva, Fry and Big Man the Manta Ray this is the first time they're doing a three man team and with that means that um, the Splatfest, uh, Splatfest events that they do are now going to be three ways um, the first one is okay. Game. All right, all right. Hmm? Three ways, eh? <laughs> and look out, Steve Owen. I I missed it when you said before without the manta ray, but oh, well, I I got there in the end. Uh, the first Splatfest is going to wrong, be a wrong way, bro. <laughs> the first Splatfest is going to be a free event a demo for the game. Um, August twenty seven. Uh, it's going to be what's your favorite? Rock, paper, or scissors? Um, 
And the way they're handling the Splatfest now that it's um three teams is that um you'll do two matches. The first one will be the regular four v four, and then the second match will be um the team that's in first will have four people in the center of the map, and the other two teams will start on either end with two people on each team. So it'll it'll still be eight players, but it'll be two v four v two, which seems like an interesting uh, addition to the game. Hmm. Unfortunately, it's on Switch, so they can't support 12 players. <laughs> or voice chat. I'll look really out of that. Or voice acting. <laughs> so who actually does have speak. voice acting? It's just all that stupid, bloody squid noise. Squid game noises. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Korean, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You know what? No, it was I stand too easy. By that. I fucking had to. <laughs> I, I just, I, I love how, I love how much Josh snapped while he said that too. <laughs> I got something off. I got something on my chest. I need to say it now. No, I respect he, that. He, he saw the writing on the wall. He did. He, he had to not, cancel not you only, on air. Yeah, not, not only does he soul read my crazy frog album, he soul reads my fucking Squid Game joke. Ugh, I have nothing. Uh, anyway, you know what else has nothing? As good a segue as that is, I do need to ask: uh, Is anyone actually interested in Splatoon Three? I am. Absolutely I'll give the, not. I'll give the uh, the free demo a try to see how it is before I decide if I'm going to buy it or not. Is Splatoon I'm... Three on anything but the Switch? No, no, no. Popular can play. You're a coward. Isn't it crazy that we've had all three Splatoons before the last Mario Kart. You mean ever since the last Mario Kart? I'm pretty That's sure it's made man. by the same development team. That's part of the problem. <laughs> Isn't it crazy that we've had 11 Skyrim since the last Elder Scrolls? <laughs> Remember back when uh, Elder Scrolls games had like any kind of regular cadence to releases? <laughs> no. <laughs> remember when I was like four? What do you want from me? <laughs> remember, one, remember when one console had three GTA games? Now one GTA game has three consoles. <laughs> Feel old yet? This is GTA now. <laughs> um. GTA when you were five. GTA now. The same picture. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. Um. Splatoon. I have Splatoon two. I I put so. Um. I actually I actually really enjoyed Splatoon two. It was it was really fun. The problem is it fills the same. Uh, I don't know gap piece of the library it fills in the same piece of the library as something like mario strikers of it's it's quite fun for a couple hours and then i just don't really want to play it yeah anymore. yeah it- that, that's what i'm afraid of as well and why i want to do splatfest before i decide if i'm going to buy the game even yeah. then i feel like i'll still run into that issue and it is, it is it is fun i i think it's one of those if you had a squad it'd be more like it's, it's almost like the pokemon unite problem like the the core well other than the pay to win shit but the the core gameplay loop is there for me like i i enjoyed the gameplay loop of splatoon 2 it's just why it, am i why am i playing this after about two hours yeah it's it's a heavily multiplayer focused game and i feel like those are best when you have people to play multiplayer with rather than just go solo queue and yeah play with a bunch of random people that you can't even voice chat with because Nintendo doesn't support it. True, true. Uh, what about you, Steve, Steve and Josh? 
No, I'm not going to. I've played number two at a friend's house, I think. Just sort of like a pass the controller type of thing. Uh, puff, puff, pass, if you would. Um, uh, it's, I'm glad you laughed at your I, own joke because no one I, else I, Yeah, I would not, actually. You probably you probably don't get it. The bit of a cool joke about drugs. Um, <laughs> anyway, no, Still I'm not. Dog. And, if, I, and if there's one not, thing not that's thing. cool, it's about Steve talking about drugs. Do drugs, kids. But no, I'm not going to play it. Are you going to play it, Josh? <laughs> I don't even know where to take that. Um, yeah, no, probably not. Like, if it goes on sale for like pretty cheap, like I'd it's be vaguely game. interested in playing on it. Sale. That's the problem, right? So, like, I've been, like, vaguely interested in Splatoon 2 since it came out. Um, I've never played one of the Splatoon games, but I was like, if it's cheap enough, I'll give it a go. And it just, it, it, it never has been. So, I probably won't play it. Oh, well, bad luck next time, Splatoon. Yeah. And finally, on the docket of this week, uh, we had the uh, Pokemon. Uh, what is it? Like, spotlight? That's not the right word. Pokemon Presents. D- Directs. Yeah, Pokemon Presents. Yeah. Pokemon Presents. Cool. Uh, do we want uh, yeah. to get the, the smaller stuff out of the way before we get to Scarlet and Violet? Yeah, talk about the PP. You're out. <laughs> he did say the smaller stuff. I don't know, man. <laughs> so, ul- nah, Ultra Beasts are going to be coming into Pokemon. I while he's down, but now I feel bad. <laughs> po- Pokemon feel Go bad. Fest is going to be happening August 27, and they're going to be doing Ultra Beasts in that. Uh, Pokemon Unite is celebrating its one-year anniversary. Uh... Oh my God, has it been a year? Yep, it has. Oh, there's a shit. whole bunch of events going and on for two. I literally redownloaded it, played one game, and was like, "That's enough for me." <laughs> and and to celebrate the one year anniversary, they're putting Buzzwall in the game. Um, Pokemon Cafe Remix is also getting a, a Mewtwo update to jo- so Mewtwo can join join your cafe. And our uh, Pokemon Masters EX is uh, getting a three year anniversary. Uh yeah, let's move on to Scarlet and Violet now. Uh, hold on one second. I, I wanna I wanna roll this back just to, just a second. Imagine walking into a cafe and Mewtwo's sitting there using his psychic powers to like grind coffee beans. Like, do you know how weird that would be? <laughs> I reckon play on's the call. No, 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 no. You're just no, Team no. Rocket Josh. walking in, going, "Didn't we make you?" Josh, you have it backwards. Mewtwo's sitting there using his psychic powers to to purposefully misspell your name on the coffee cup. Oh, <laughs> Stephen with a PH. So it's PHDEVN. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> That's the joke of that name. Alright, yeah, alright, sorry, anyway, I just thought it was a weird image. Let's 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 go on to the main news, huh? I imagine I'd be using its uh psychic powers to do the like the um the chocolate powder um images on top of your coffee. Did you know that's a very uniquely Australian thing on top of like cappuccinos and stuff like that coffee? Like it doesn't really happen most places in the world. I thought it was an American thing. Mm, no, apparently not. Americans American. have very different coffee to us and it literally oh, tastes like awful. Literally tastes American. like dog shit. Tastes like you, dirt, yeah. What do you mean? Wait, what do you, what do you mean? Literally, tastes like dog shit. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. You, did, I, did I stutter? Like, do you want me to speak <laughs> right into the mic? It tastes like dog shit, literally. Have you tasted like dog shit to confirm specifically this? Specifically, the one that goes all white when it's left on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I I take that back. I'm pretty sure Mewtwo is going to use the psychic powers to just straight up kill anyone that takes more than four syllables to offer that to order their coffee. Yeah, I'll have a vanilla soy latte with two sugars, half tea. <laughs> just like fucking just snaps their neck. <laughs> you, get, you get to vanilla soy and then it's ready lifting you. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, you have fellas. two words, big fella, make them quick. <laughs> what's your favorite, what's your co- trace of coffee? I'm a mocha man myself. 
Mocha oh, not even real coffee. Latte. Not even real coffee. <laughs> Snob. What's yours? You probably get like a fucking. Uh, uh, I either get a uh, long black, uh, flat white, <laughs> he, or a cappuccino. Takes, Usually long take, black. He takes a page out of Ludwig's book and just orders the works. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even want to know, bro. Um, I make cappuccinos at home because uh, long blacks take too long to make. But otherwise, he's I like long of the black. Mewtwo. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't a long black just hot water and coffee? Yeah. How, how does it take too long to make? Because, like, so in the pod machines, right, you have to, like, use multiple pods and you have to keep pressing the button because there's no long black button because I didn't buy an expensive coffee machine. Uh, so you don't have the full barista one that grinds your coffee beans? like I mine. used to, but no, I don't have room in any of the places I've lived in, so I do Yeah, we don't have room for ours either, but um, it didn't stop us getting it. It's got a milk frother <laughs> yeah, as well. I've got, like, a milk frother, but I don't have, like, the one that's built in anymore. I've got, like, one of the ones that you just kind of yeah. put the milk in and press I, the and button twice. I had a milk frother and plastic burns. Yeah, we're not putting uh, enough milk in it. Anyway, what's what's your what's your co- so coffee choice, Pat? I'm I'm in New Zealand. I I I'm legally obligated to answer flat white. Yeah, understandable. Flat flat white's good. Yeah, with sheep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's it's safe, and I have two other words to say hi Mewtwo without him snapping my neck. So, what kind of milk hey, do you guys get? Three. That was three words. Mewtwo was one word, mute. not two. No, that that uh, hi Mewtwo. That you're thinking three syllables. No, it's high mu, as in like uh, the Pokemon mu. It's high two, noon, as no. in three. So Scarlet and Violet, eh? They're coming out. So, so to yeah. start this off, I, w- I want to point out that they started the trailer by go as when they showed the trailer, they're like, "Hey, I know what you're gonna none, say. Of the, none of the voices in this are in the game. They they're literally just here for the uh, the trailer. It might not even match the dialogue that's in the real game." So, to be fair, the actual trailer didn't say that. What it said was, like, voices for, like, demonstration purposes only. And I immediately snapped off yelling, why the fuck isn't their voice acting? Yeah. <laughs> Seth and I are watching it live and I'm, like, losing my shit already. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so painful. <laughs> they like, they, they voice acted the fucking trailer as if there was voice acting and there's not going to be voice acting in the game. Why, why, why build up people's hopes? No, 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 because they, they, they immediately shut them d- down before building up the hope. They're like, hey, we're going to use voices in this. It's <coughs> not real. Yeah, I know, but still. But that's okay, because they showed Pido. 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 So, I've got thoughts on that dumb fucking Pokemon. Um, oh, it's not cute. dumb, it's so fucking good. It's so cute, what do you the, mean? The name is very clever. I will uh, be the first to admit that. By as in, and then dough is in like donut, and it looks like a fucking donut. It's, so it's literally just a Krispy Kreme reference. I'm screeching. It's literally just Fido, the name people give dogs, but they do dough at the end of it. Right, should, should we go through the actual thing what first before we know. go into Pokemon, actually? No, right, we shouldn't. Chat. We should just scream over each other about what we liked about it. Fido the chunk! <laughs> and then Mewtwo will break someone's neck. That one, yeah, oh, the soy Fido. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter losing their minds over Grusha. Twitter also pointing out all the cowards are like, she's hot. Oh no, he, it's a guy. <laughs> Based. <laughs> yeah, so they did a, a, they did a pan from the region. They showed us a couple of gym leaders. Uh, they showed a couple of friends. Yeah, I just realized that they did the same thing for Grusha that they did for Bridget. <laughs> Based. <laughs> 
<laughs> phase. Sorry, continue. Uh, it's, it's, it seems like you're stuck, or sorry, you start in like a school and you have like a cool rival and a, a rival that's an absolute dickhead for no reason. Wait, who's the rival as uh, Arvin? I, I um, don't know. Uh, it's just like Gen 5, for real, for real. No, because um, the, the, the shy girl, I, I didn't get that from her at all. So you're probably talking that, about the other guy. It must guy. be that other guy then. Oh, man, I can't yeah. remember. I don't have the pictures. Um, what else did they show? They, uh, so uh, I'm not sure what I think about the the. Would, would you the like school? me to go down the list and just... Uh, no, <laughs> and let's to, just to... paraphrase it. So it seems like you're either in one of two academies, depending on which version you're playing. Which uh, should be fun. I'm not sure how different it is, or if it's just like, hey, it's the same thing. Let's just replace the text here. It, it's uh, different it's literally just replacing. Uh, no, it's uh, different professors and replacing the text for the school Ugh. because the the principal is the exact same. He's just wearing red or blue, depending on your version. Yeah, I was about to say the uniform's different too. Yeah, so you know which people yeah. watch version, so that we can gang up on them in the online. Unless yeah. they customize before they do that. Uh, no they, also, they showed that it. Doesn't look like there'll be any HMs. It looks like what it was in Pokemon RCS. Like you get to ride Pokemon. Single uh, use Pokemon, TMs though. Yeah. The, the <laughs> Pokemon in question. No, they haven't no, announced that. They didn't, didn't say that. Didn't say that. <laughs> I, was about, I was about to unleash that too. Yeah. 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 Uh, so but so yeah. the ride Pokemon you're using in this is the, the box legendary. either. Which is really bizarre because it sounds like you're going to get that really early. It's like you're just going to be like your companion traveling, right? Yeah. It might, it might not like even school be a legendary. Yeah, it might not even yeah. be a legendary. It might just be a Pokemon that exists for the sake of this um journey. Yeah. Um. Oh no, I... they, they they said that it's a legendary. So I guess. Well, but yeah, the fact that it's you're using on the cover. It as... Yeah, yeah, but it it, it would have been. You know just... what else was on the cover though? Charizard, Pikachu, and Squirtle, or Blastoise. Yeah, and it, it's been legendaries ever since that. Yeah. Still. Legendary how they keep getting away with putting Charizard and everything. Two yeah, they, they, show off, they show off that um, uh, Coridon sprints across the land while Maridon drives through the land like an actual motorcycle. Uh, but- I, I am so close to cancelling my fucking Scarlet pre-order because yeah. I am so angry at that thing running. <laughs> I, you, it, it is unfathomable how angry I am at this. So to, to, to I think it's extremely at, funny. Everybody at home, close your eyes. Picture you're on some sort of dragon that has wheels in its chest, uh, and you but jump on its back. But is it even a wheel, or is it just to... supposed to be like a tumor sticking out of its chest and crotch? And you go, you jump on his back, it's wheels, and he spins it's, the wheel, it's in the shape and he of starts wheels, get, but and he's it, it might not be. And then you look it's to like your the left. other one instead of flying, just fucking jumps constantly. Yeah, uh, it's, zero out of ten. Yeah, it's fucking strange. Uh, but it's it, it's it only... runs everywhere. Yeah, they yeah they got wheels on those cars, but they still got to start it off with their feet. Yeah, but never don't. Uh, so it looks like it's changed. It's replaced the bike, and it's also some sort of paraglider thing. Like a it's literally door. just Tauros from Sudden Moon. Yeah, it, it's the Hisuian uh, Braviary from. Yeah, it's uh, all the Hisuian Pokemon. It lo- it looks like it's all that. Like it. That's it what it's it showed be. off literally all of their features. It's got um the rock climbing from the Sneasler. It's got the running from um, Weird Deer, it's got the swimming from Basque Legion, and it's got the gliding from um, Braviary. So are we, are we uh, actually going back a thousand years in the past, or 
No, no, no. This is all. Uh, this is all current day. It's well, just the, depending on your all, version, we, we just... you either get a caveman or you get someone from the future in your timeline. <laughs> and everything's so, based on rocks. So we just uh, accidentally forgot about a whole bunch of Pokemon that were just vibing for like a thousand years that we just didn't see until now. They, they well, this extinct. is the Paldean region, so they went extinct. Know. It's different. Overhunted, probably. Uh, Darwinism strikes again. Um, no, that's, much... that's, that's my point, right? Is that like a thousand, a thousand years, like current time in Sinnoh, all these Pokemon have been wiped out. And now we have Poopa. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so about... go, yeah, going then... off that, the new Pokemon they showed off, uh, like we mentioned before, Fido, it's a little dog made out of dough. Um, there was fuck. There was a, it's a Titan, which is a big ball of um, ice. Looks like and a killer whale with legs. It, yeah, it does, kind of. Um, literally like directly five. targeted to kill a um the other land like the land shark. Uh, what's his name? Cynthia's Pokemon. Fuck, what's Garchomp. it called? Starts with a G. Garchomp. Garchomp. Yeah. yeah. Good. Fuck dragon types. And then there ending it off was uh Paldean Whoopop, which is a little a little poopy Whoopop with um they changed the antennas on it to be like uh, skull and crossbones. The fact that he's poison ground and the only other poison ground Pokemon are Nido Queen and Nido King. This this Pokemon's gonna be so good, and I'm so keen. And it's a Wooper, so like ten out of ten. I hate. Although it has poison sheer, point, which kind of sucks. I was gonna say sheer force Wooper. Yeah, well, it only gets. Uh, well, I mean, it hasn't shown hidden ability, so poison point and water absorber. Like that's that's pretty okay. Those are, those are all right. Water absorbs. Po right. Poison point's kind of shit. Water absorb. Water absorbs pretty good. I'm. I'm kind of hoping it's hidden. Might be like Swift Swim or something. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, depends what the stats look like. Depends if it evolves into Quagsire. It might evolve into fucking. Uh, surely, surely. No, no. Pooper hidden ability is Wonder God. <laughs> good. Finally, a good fucking ability. <laughs> It'd probably be something stupid like thick fat guts. No, that's an alright one actually. Um, guts. So guts is pretty good. Uh, blah blah so blah. Words, words, words. They, they showed um, off a bunch of new characters. Um, there's Clavel, your principal. Jock, your teacher. Arvin, your senior. Penny, your uh, your classmates. Um, and they I like how they say I like how they say senior when it's obviously like the senpai is such a like the is the Japanese word, but there's no the best. But people English get word so mad when find. you use the word senpai in um oh, but, in Western far, stuff. I, I would have skits out on them, but like senior is such a shit word. It's like oh, they're your senior. So it's a classmate's still a good word. And the first uh, gym leader, they, the first gym leader they've shown off is uh well, given the name of is Grusha, which set. I sent Twitter into a, a tizzy over his design. I really like Grusha's design. I think it's cool. I, I want I want to save the gimmick for last. So there, there was something else that needed to be brought up before that. Um, you can tackle the gym leaders in any order. Uh, right, right. Cool. Uh, the, the free yeah, the free cool. um, story points. Um, they 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 claim that there's going to be free storylines you can tackle in any order. I think what this is is them just splitting the uh the school festival that you're on. Uh, the um, the gym leaders and the uh, the evil team of the region—they're all going to be what's counted as the three different storylines. But they're just going to call, say there's three different storylines to put it under cover and make it a big deal. There is also a four-player co-op, which is kind of cool. Um, oh, I yeah. hope it works well. Oh, I yeah, I I do <laughs> like that the co-op is just like, hey, spawn in your friends, and then you can all fuck off and do your own thing. The question is though, is it going to be like? Animal Crossing-esque, where you can be there, but you're effectively fucking useless. 
Or is it actually going to be proper multiplayer? No, no, <laughs> I'm sure it's going be, to be you be. just going into their world, world and catching Pokemon and you're going to be useless. I, you will not be able to progress storylines for the, for the host. I'm fine with not being able yeah. to progress storylines, but if I have to like sit there and watch other people battle or sit there in a pause screen while they're doing things, I'm going to be so annoyed. That's exactly what I'm wondering is as soon as the host gets into a battle, everyone else that's joined just sits there paused while the host... Yeah, just I wonder if battle battles will just be paused in general and you can only go like, against each other. Maybe. Like, will it just be a giant union room? In which case, why does it exist? Or will it actually be co-op? A, a union like that's, room, that's a union room where you can go in and like do random encounters that uh, and uh, catch. Uh, their they, they haven't their, shown their that you can do exclusive. random encounters, right? So I don't think so. I'd assume so. Forming a motorcycle, but, club but also with me and the boys. also just going and doing the raid battles. Which uh, let's get to the new gimmick, um, terrestrial uh, terrestrial Pokemon, where you just bedazzle Pokemon. Um, there's a chance. I hate it. I I I I really like the technique behind it. I I hate the design. I <laughs> changing hate types it so is much. really sick. Changing types is an interesting idea. It's um it's going to push the grind even further. Not really, because there's items that allow you to change it. Did they say there was going to be items that let you change it, or just there's they, rare they, ones and you have been to try and get them through? There's rare ones, but you can also get items about it, like what you yeah. can do with the mints. And they, I because I thought the whole thing was going to be you have to do raid battles for those rare different typing ones. I assume the mints will like the the non mints will still be a grind, so you would prefer to catch one with it. Um, but yeah, yeah there is a way to change it. It um unlike um Dynamax and Gigantamax, these last the entire battle like um like Mega Evolutions did. Um. They're, they're once per battle as well, like those other gimmicks were. Uh, yeah, I, I So does this, this mean that the Spanish region uh, saves money on not having to repair destroyed Pokemon stadiums as often? Yes. But they, but they lose out on the, the hectic tune that would come out during the gym later. Yeah, so fucking oh. sick. Oh, the, the best entire, team the Pokemon's the entire ever arena had. chanting. Yeah. 3am. Yeah. <laughs> Pika. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm... So good. Look up... I said the same thing about Dynamax. I hated Dynamax when it was first announced. I love Dynamax though. I liked the only one of these I've ever liked was Mega Evolution, and even then it took until RS for me to like it. Oh no, I loved Mega Evolution the second it came out. Um, I didn't. Criminal, but they didn't keep using it and give it to everybody. When's Flygon getting a Mega Evolution, huh? Never. <laughs> that was exactly the example I was going to use. <laughs> yeah, everyone was I, like, I, 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 I love Dynamax I, though as an example. I loved Mega. Uh, uh, Gallade. Mega Gallade got me through so much of uh, uh, Alpha Sapphire. Mega Rayquaza, literally its own fucking tier. <laughs> did, did, I, did I tell you, Seth, that the most decorated Pokemon I have is a shiny um, 4 IV? How many wars has it been in? <laughs> Started start in Vietnam. Um, it's, a, um, it's, a, it's a shiny 4 IV, good natured, uh, I think it's Jolly. Yeah, shiny, shiny, Jolly. Uh, 4IV Gallade that nice. I put ah. through the Pokemon League of uh, Do you Kalos. want a Gallade to be Jolly? I, I did at the time and I stand by it. Um, which, one's, which one's Jolly Speed, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Speed up. Which is why I'm like, mm, yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. Not a bit for, for Mega though, because the, the speed boost it gets when Mega is pretty good. I, um, I guess, yeah, that makes sense. But so I uh, did that, put it through, put it through Kalos, stuck into Auras, gave it 
uh, gave it the moveset to go through the master rank of every Pokemon competition, as well as the um, Pokemon League, and would have been the Battle Frontier, but we all know how that turned out. Uh, so the ribbon page is just <laughs> ginormous. Uh, and what's sick is that uh, a friend of mine got a shiny Ralts at the same time, and so whenever we did... Um, uh, sorry, like a, a shiny Gardevoir, like, like purposely left it as Gardevoir. Uh, and so when we did uh, Devil Battles for a bit, we'd have opening shiny Gallade, shiny Gardevoir, which... Oh, that's so good. Usually works, <laughs> but sometimes doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I can well, imagine. Pretty, pretty sick combo, though. Yeah, no, that's sick. That's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I miss, so I miss Megas Alpha, dearly. I, I wish my boy Alligator got a Mega before they canned it. And I just hate this whole thing of every new gen is getting a new gimmick. I kind of like and, the region-based gimmicks. I just it, hope if they revisit a region, they keep that gimmick. Yeah, I, I think it wastes so much development time. Like, making, making a gimmick for a generation, then scrapping it for the next. It's this entire. It keeps it, it keeps it fresh though. Like it's, yeah, I I think it keeps it fresh. Yeah, it, like if it was still mega. I'd just be pissed off. Yeah, it'd be like, oh, right, cool. We. Uh, I don't think to, Pokemon to needs a thing like this to be fresh though. It's a shonen. It needs power creep. I don't know what's to Yeah, it, it's been twenty five years, man. You can only evolve Pikachu so much before it's it just gets. I, I, you only have so many Charizards, okay? It was getting. No, my, that's what the uh, region variant style. of um Alolan Pikachu, uh, Alolan Raichu was for. A lot of Raichu is incredibly based. And then it's they're like, a wait a second, one. this isn't Pikachu. <laughs> this is a Raichu. A lot of Raichu is better than the entire Pikachu line itself. It is. It really is. But um, yeah, once they realize, so, oh, hey, all of these gimmicks are based on um, the final versions of the Pokemon and not the mid-tiers. We need something to be a gimmick so we can let you do something special with Pikachu instead of a Raichu. Uh, the Pikachu thing, they, they've... 30,000 Pikachu's that can earn, like, every single move. And to the yeah, point I where know. the pre-order bonus of this is, hey, get a, um, a terrestrial Pikachu that is a flying type, and you can only get it by pre-ordering the game. No, I, I think it's, um, you just gotta connect it to Mystery Gift by, like, January or something. Yeah. It, it, it's what they did in, in, with, uh... Jirachi for... You're talking about the, the flying Pikachu thing? Yeah, yeah the trust. Yeah, how it knows Yeah, fly. yeah, it's, I, a, it's mystery gift available until February. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They'll probably give you like 10 quick balls for pre-ordering, which is fucking dumb as bullshit. It's free balls, money. Yeah. It's 10 grand or something, isn't it? Bullshit. It's free money. Yeah, I'd never have a problem with money, but... Uh, yeah, I'm very, I'm very keen. Um, I'm always I, hate, I hate a new gimmick, but I'm keen on the game. Sorry, you heard it here. I'm but... really excited for the mechanical Im implementations of the new gimmick, but I think it's ugly as shit. <laughs> yes. Thoughts, Patrick? On? On Scarlet and Violet? And everything I mean, we just talked about? Well, I don't know. I, like, me, me asking to clarify is because, like, we have talked about Scarlet and Violet a bunch, and no matter what comes up that we like or dislike, it's still... Are you going to buy it? Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've already pre-ordered it, what do you mean? That's, what, that's sort of what I mean. So it's like, what are my thoughts? Like, I, I, I've liked pretty much everything that I've seen. I think it goes in enough different directions that, it's in, that, that it'll be interesting. The gimmick, eh, it, it'll be alright. I'm also kind of Mega Evolution. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed Mega Evolution as a gimmick more than uh, 
the instability caused by destroying someone's house with a Gigantamax. <laughs> Where's your sense but, of adventure? Or Z-moves. Yeah, or the interpretive dance of a Z-move. Yeah. <laughs> Z-moves were kind of stupid. I really <laughs> like Dynamax, though. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> I don't know. This Has this swayed my opinion? No. Am I going to buy it? Yes. Am I going to pre-order it and get it before release? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. something I forgot to mention in the pre-Scarlet Violet stuff, because for some reason this article listed it separately, um, Pokemon World Championships were shown off. Uh, just want to yes. mention that the trophy is a trophy with a Pikachu on top holding a trophy. I know, it's very a- cute. Amazing. Dumb. The um, World Championships, I think, are in... Going to be in London somewhere, I think. Yeah, yeah also, yeah. they're still running a Pokemon tournament for the championships. I think they said it's the last year that Pokemon Tournament is going to so. be in it. Yeah, and and they're so. introducing Pokemon Unite. Yes. And take Pokemon it back. Go. I take it back if we keep Pokemon Tournament. <laughs> but Unite looks pretty interesting to play yeah, and, until Zapdos gets involved. Yeah. And there's Pokemon Go. Yeah, the first eight well. minutes of the game are real fun. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yes. If they removed Zapdos from the game, it would be a much more enjoyable game, honestly. I, I, I like it, but yeah. I don't. Oh, they just need to nerf what Zapdos gives. I, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Well, yeah, it does. That's Pokemon Unite for later. Or never. I yeah. might actually compete in the championships for Scarlet and and Violet. They host yeah, them in right. Melbourne. So is it? Oh, mm. um, so they're the local events. Um, and then there's one. There was one for Sydney once upon a time, but they don't have the people to host it. So you can sign up to be a Pokemon professor online, though. Fun fact. I know. I have. I've done that, and then I ignored it. Oh, so you actually need, did it? Yeah. So, oh, so I tried to do it, your, and then um, I was like, oh. permission? Yeah, I did. They gave, Mum and Dad gave it to me. Oh, nice. Even though I was 26 when I applied. I tried to do <laughs> it, and never, the email just, never yeah, arrived. You're old enough to do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Young at heart. It took like, it did take like six months for them to get back to me and be like, oh, hey, you've actually qualified. Um, but you probably wouldn't what? get it. But you, well, you're not, you're not allowed within like 20 well, meters of a school, Josh, so you're probably... <laughs> You know what? Nah, fuck it. I'm done. See you guys. That's the end of the news. <laughs> you still got to stick around just... for the audience question. Uh, jo- Josh is just upset because audience when he question multi- was a kid, apparently. When he started... Ah, <laughs> uh, stop being so childish. God damn it. <laughs> fuck it. That was a good one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> He's still a kid at heart. That's the problem. That's... <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Too, I don't like these Steve, jokes. Steve's just, <laughs> Steve's just slamming them home at the moment. Um, right, well, that brings us to the end of the news this, uh, for this week. Uh, cool. Um, we have. <laughs> yeah, it and, is cool. Well, I mean, I thought about some like fun way to wrap it up. Something like Pokemon, all the other news. Nah, fuck it. Looks like we, we caught all, all that news. We caught all that news. Shut the fuck up, Steph. I said it first. <laughs> <laughs> I actually said it first, and you were trailing behind me. <laughs> Place. He was trying to make it into something coherent instead of just yelling, catch them all. <laughs> it's called nuance. Nuance, what's you that? You understand. Yeah. Yeah, that Mewtwo, that snap tracks. his neck, please. <laughs> Future Seth, edit in a Mewtwo snapping uh, current Seth's neck. Current Patrick, uh, stop telling Future line. Seth what to do. Hey, everyone. The amount of shit that Steve talked in this episode was too much for his recording to handle, so unfortunately, it kinda died at this point in the episode. So, sorry about that. 
don't worry, we've had a talk with him. He'll be back to normal from next week, but unfortunately, this is where this week's show ends. So thank you for listening to episode 36, and we'll catch you in episode 37. Goodbye.